It's the Who's Your Sophisticated Show? Question all the things that you know. Steve likes the weed. Steve likes the weed. Tell about DMT. The DMT. Who's Your Sophisticated Show? The Who's Your Sophisticated Show? Losers with the dreams, sophisticated blasphemies. Who's your sophisticated show? Question all the things that you know. So let's set our minds free for the singularity. It's the Who's your sophisticated show? The Who's your sophisticated Good morning, friends. Join us and start your day with a gentle meditation. Hoosier Sophisticate. Let us all remember we are only as good as our last breath. I will be bringing your awareness to the things in your life that you are thankful for. Just give gratitude the chance to come up naturally. And when it comes up, just let yourself sink into the feeling. Surrender to it. Notice how it feels in your body, how your energy feels. And if it doesn't come up, that's okay. You don't need to try to make yourself feel it. Just surrender to your heart, not your head. So let's flash through all aspects of your life that you might be grateful for. Firstly, bring your awareness to your breath. As you inhale and as you exhale, and the fact that each of these breaths gives you life. Then be aware of your heart beating pulsing, filling with love and compassion and peace, and flowing that back out. Bring your awareness to your eyes to let you see color, faces, smiles, nature, the sunrise, the sunset, the rainbow, the moon and the stars, yourself in the mirror. Bring your awareness to your ears that beam in sound, music, laughter, the voices of those you love, the silence, the beautiful sounds of life. Bring your awareness to your ears that beam in sound, music, laughter, the voices of those you love, the silence, the beautiful sounds of life. Bring your awareness to your nose, 
that smells the ocean breeze, the aroma of sweet perfume, the flowers, the trees, newly cut grass, the wafting smells that come from the kitchen, cupcakes in the oven. Bring your awareness to your lips and mouth that tastes and savors and nourishes, kisses and speaks, that whispers and sings. Bring your awareness to your hands that hold and touch and caress and open and close and applaud and squeeze the arms and shoulders that carry and hug and lift and stretch. Our feet, our toes, the gift to wiggle them, transport you, walk, run, dangle, dance, kick, fold, leap, and point. What about your tears, your sorrows? In the strength that you seem to be able to muster to make it through each day. Bring your awareness to your abundance, your expansion, your evolution, your perspective shifts, the affluence and flow and empathy and love and light and your ability to see growth and potential in every moment. Now just breathe and feel more grace and ease. And now experience the warmth, love, and compassion that gratitude brings into your heart. Drift your awareness to nurturing relationships in your life, the new ones and the older ones, material things that came to you unexpectedly, things that flow to you with great effort and commitment, hard work. Think of love in your life and your connection to those things that are sweet and loving and honorable and just feel right. When we no longer take life for granted, we become grateful for everything that we have. Just breathe and feel this flow. So Elohim is both masculine, feminine, singular, and plural, and it's also abstract. Uh, so you could translate that first line as, uh, in the head, is created the gods or the powers. And then if you continue messing around with the rest of the line, which normally says, so it normally says uh, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. If you move around uh, two letters in the second half of that line, Rather than saying uh, the heavens and the earth, it says you are heavens and you are earth. So you can read the first line if you want to, and one of the great sages of history did. In the in the head was created God, and if you continue messing with the letters, uh, you are heavens and you are earth. So that's one thing I want to say about how to read wow. the Bible. Um, basically, reading Hebrew is much better than Hebrew. <laughs> Thank you.
Good uh, morning, uh, Hoosier Sophisticate land. It's Black Friday. Hopefully everybody had a wonderful Thanksgiving holiday with the ones that they love. Hopefully you got your bellies full and uh, got a chance to uh, spend the day being grateful uh, for all of the good things in your life. We had a little gratitude meditation there. Uh, we are going to uh, toss it back to, well, first off, it's a big day. Today is Black Friday, November 27th, 2020. We are Sweet Leaf, I say we, Sweet Leaf Emporium and Festus is open for business at 10 a.m. today. You've been needing maybe a new smoking accessory, maybe a vape product, a new glass piece, anything like that. Anything that is not actual tobacco. Uh, is going to be discounted like crazy today. We're going to be giving stuff away all day today. So if you make it, you get a chance, come on out, 1100 Shapiro Drive, Festus, Missouri, 63028. Come on in, say hi to Jason, say hi to Steve, say hi to me, uh, at least as long as I'm going to be here. Guys, I'm going to kick it back. Uh, I know uh, many of you have seen this. Some of the big fans have seen this. I'm going to kick this back uh, to um, my favorite uh interview of all time uh as far as you know this was one that i wasn't sure when we were ever going to get the opportunity to sit down with this person i think he's doing the most important work on the planet um i think he is a steward of uh of the psychedelic movement <clears throat> and the importance of psychedelics being used as medicine entheogens uh, and he, uh, he, he started on this journey about uh, almost 40 years ago. His name's Rick Doblin. He is the founder of MAPS, the Multidisciplinary Association for Psychedelic Studies. Uh, we had a chance to catch up with him at the Drug Policy Alliance Convention at Union Station last November, um, about a year ago. And uh, it, was, it was kind of a whole dream come true. Now, after after the, uh, the interview itself, uh, Steve and I had a chance to uh, sit in the car with him. We, uh, Steve offered up a ride to uh, Rick Doblin to the, to the airport, and uh, Rick was super appreciative, and it gave us an opportunity to just kind of let him know what Hoosier Sophisticate's all about, what the sophisticated Hoosiers are about, all about, what we try to do throughout the year with our community, which he maintains is the most important thing. Everybody that we've talked to that's doing any kind of significant work in the field of uh, drug legalization, especially psychedelics and things like that. They say the first and foremost most important thing that we can do is create a community uh, for all of us to not only be able to talk about these bigger ideas, but also just kind of share in some love and give people a place that feels a bit like family, where they know that people are, uh, their hearts are in the right place, that they're doing things for the right reasons. Uh, and I like to think that everything that we do here uh, at Hoosier Sophisticate, um, we're doing it with a, with a full heart. So <clears throat> I'm going to, uh, we're going to play this little video from Rick Doblin. We'll be here live 7 to 10 uh, this morning as we are every morning except for Mondays when we do the primetime show. Uh, and uh, if you guys want to come up today to Sweet Leaf uh, Emporium in Festus, Missouri, you're going to be able to get some awesome uh, smoking accessories, be able to hang out with the vibe. We're going to get some music cranking. Jason's going to be up there. It's going to be a raucous, awesome time. We hope to see you guys in a little bit. For now, here is our interview with Rick Doblin. All I have to do is try to make sense. <laughs> I don't think you'll have any, any hard time with that. Uh, Rick, what we'll probably do is uh, we'll record a little intro um, talking about maps a little bit, but since we only got a few minutes with you, we'll just talk to you about where MAPS is at, phase three trials, 
um, which is super exciting. Um, and we talked to you a little bit in Michigan. We're a local terrestrial radio show that talks about psychedelic science and cannabis on a gospel radio station, which is the best part about it, right? <laughs> so, uh, are your listeners also like fundamentalist Christians or that's what we're hoping for. So yeah. we, we have a, we have a group of, of 2000 people that are like minded an online group. And we also have an yeah. uncensored uh, podcast, but w- why we stay on terrestrial radio is for the people that we don't know that we're hitting. We're hoping that the person that's listening yeah. to sermons at, you know, at five o'clock <laughs> when it flips over at six o'clock and these guys have Terrence McKenna leading into their show, you know, maybe <laughs> these people are like, what, what am I on board for? So hopefully we're changing some minds yeah. through, through the old, uh, could you no worries, say, sure. I just wanted to say hello. Yeah. Um, and just say how excited it is to be Mark. Yeah. All right. So, uh, I think we left off with fundamentalist Christians uh, yeah. hear, hearing us talking about Ibogaine and Terrence McKenna uh, talking about the nature of reality, the syntactical nature yeah, of reality. And, and actually, when I think about it, when I look at where the resistance might come from, where a backlash might come from yeah. to the mainstreaming of psychedelics, um, the place I'm worried about the most is the fundamentalist Christians. Sure. And I think what I would hope for them, for those that are listening. Sure to realize that actually this could enrich their faith. It's not going to take away from their faith. It will take away from a certain literalism, Mm -hmm. but it will deepen the actual meaning and practice and spirituality. And so if you, uh, this fear of letting go of the literalism, that this is the one right only way makes people think they'll be left with nothing. Yeah. But actually the symbolic aspects of it, and you'll be left with even more in a deeper comfort. So no I doubt. just hope that uh, there's some uh, people questioning and listening from that community. Personally, I, I completely relate to that. You know, I think that I was I was further away from my faith than ever as my dad was dying. And I was introduced to ayahuasca. Um, and it not only brought me to grips with my own mortality and, uh-huh. you know, uh, and also with my dad's mortality, um, but also brought me closer to whatever that now I now I'm spend my days in search of, of trying to define what God is rather than who God is and why he's trying to punish me. And it's, a, <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's just a totally uh-huh. different ball game. So, yeah. um, it, you know, we, we were going to talk about this regardless. And a friend of ours worked at a radio station. We went there and we walked in and they had the, they had the, uh, the gospel music playing and everything. I'm like, are you sure we're in the right place? He's like, Oh yeah, man. Uh, after, you know, after six o'clock, the FCC doesn't care what we talk about. And I'm like, okay, well rock and roll. Here we go. So, <laughs> um, so uh, Rick, you're, you're primarily, obviously you're the founder of maps. Um, and, uh, MDMA is pr- moving, I guess, probably quicker ahead in, in anything except yeah. maybe ketamine. I don't know. Well, if ketamine, S ketamine, one of the ice cream is ketamine has been approved for depression. Okay. I'd say it's, um, it's a good example of the difference between nonprofit pharmaceutical drug development and for-profit pharmaceutical drug development. So ketamine, the ketamine itself is generic and cheap. So sure. the for-profit company Johnson and Johnson and then Jensen um, developed an isomer of ketamine, which they could patent. Okay, it's probably not any better than ketamine. Sure, I've done all the isomers and ketamine as sure. well. Um, and what they're doing is they're delivering it without psychotherapy. So the concept is that this drug will reset your chemistry in a certain way, like electroconvulsive therapy. Okay. And that you don't need to 
most people who are providing ketamine throughout America are not providing it with therapy. Yeah. Uh, we just MAPS just had a conference in Austin, and there were several uh, therapists there who presented who do combine ketamine with psychotherapy. And what they said was that when you combine ketamine with psychotherapy, it works better, sure. and you need fewer infusions of ketamine. Go figure. So it's not as good for the pharmaceutical company. They're not going to sell as much as ketamine. Or no, but as much they'll ketamine. help people more. And they'll, so I think that we've got um, ketamine, S-ketamine has led the way. There are people that are looking at R-ketamine, the other isomer of ketamine, okay. and to see how that might work for depression. But I, I think the uh, racemic, the, the generic ketamine, is probably the best. But okay. Um, I'm not sure who's going to test it because, again— They can't make any money at it. They can't patent it. Um, and so for nonprofit drug development, really the mission is different. Yeah. It's to really maximize public health rather than maximize money. Um, it's harder to raise the money from donations than it is from investors. Sure. But fortunately, we've been able to raise over $75 million in the history wow. of MAPS. Wow. And so we're doing nonprofit drug development. Yeah. <laughs> and then once we get MDMA into um, prescription use, it's not going to be MDMA. It's MDMA-assisted psychotherapy. The emphasis is on therapy, and the emphasis is on making it so that people don't need MDMA anymore. Sure. So that they only need it a few times. Absolutely. So that's that's our long-term goal. We hope by 2022 we'll have it as a prescription medicine approved. Okay. We should have all of our data by the... Uh, middle to end of 2021. Okay. And if all goes well, then what we'll do is we'll start making MDMA into a medicine for other things other than PTSD. Fair enough. Okay. And then also I'd like to start looking at Ibogaine for opiate addiction. Yes. I'd like to get uh, the flower, cannabis flower as a medicine. Yes. For pain or PTSD in a way that's smoked or vaporized that yes. then becomes generic and inexpensive and insurance covers it. Sure. So we're sort of trying to build an engine of nonprofit psychedelic and marijuana drug development. It's 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 so <laughs> exciting to me. It's so exciting because we have um, we one of the things Steve's wearing a hat right now. Project Four Twenty Two. We work with a veterans organization, mm -hmm. about twenty two yeah. veterans completing suicide a day, many more trying every day, um, and so much of the of of these veterans are coming home being handed trash bags full of pills to treat, you know. Uh, uh, um, psycho psychoses and and different uh, you know mental illnesses um, that that actually are exacerbated by by these different SSRIs and things like that and yeah. it seems like psychedelics work counter you know counter to that yes. where they're actually rewiring neural pathways yeah i thought your metaphor of a trash bag was pretty good for sure. all these drugs that one of the uh, <laughs> Steve doesn't like when I get any praise. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, that's good. Uh, you know, one of, one of our um, veterans from our study said that uh, the VA and others had got him taking 42 pills a day. It's, it's crazy. And it wasn't really helping him that much. You take one pill, then you take another for the side effects of the first pill, then you take another for the side effects of the second pill. And basically what they're doing is they're numbing you out and they're reducing the symptoms, but they're not addressing the cause. And when you stop taking the pills, the problems go back. Sure. So our method, our operational approach is to try to get at the root cause with this MDMA-assisted psychotherapy so that people can address those fundamental memories that are causing them pain and trauma mm -hmm. and then rewire the brain, as you said. And then once they've done that, then they can keep healing themselves on their own without more medication. That's our goal. And we find that 
Um, some people are able to heal themselves after just one MDMA session. We think our standard model will be two MDMA sessions with nine 90-minute non-drug psychotherapy sessions, three before the first MDMA session for preparation, and then three after each of two MDMA sessions. Sure. Some people will need three or four sessions of MDMA. It'll vary. But um, what we're really seeing is that once people with PTSD learn that suppressing the trauma or just reducing the symptoms um, doesn't really teach them how to deal with their difficult feelings. And if you can learn how to let them to the surface and not be overwhelmed by them and process them, then you can keep healing yourself on your own after the MDMA is over. The, the other thing I should add is that we use a two-person therapy team. And okay. usually it's a male-female team, but not always. And eventually we think one of them will be a licensed therapist, the other will be a student, uh, an intern being supervised by the first person okay. and becoming a student. So that will lower the cost of it. But the two-person model we think is very effective. Um, you know, often people, most of us, we're all traumatized. Just reading the newspaper is traumatic, thinking about climate change, thinking about nuclear weapons, fundamentalism, you know, warfare all over the place. You're just traumatized just by paying attention. Sure. Um, and so our long, long-term goal is both to work for, um, medicalizing these drugs and also we're here at the drug policy alliance conference which is about drug policy reform yes so i think that people should be able to access these drugs on their own with proper education with pure mm -hmm. drugs and in the end what i think we're going to be doing is trying to heal people through peer support networks through healing themselves through proper education and then only the hardest cases will go to the clinic settings where we have the professionals. And the sad thing is that there's more than enough of the hardest cases sure. that will need to go to these clinics. That, that's, uh, that's interesting, the, the, peer, the peer groups, because right now I'm not sure how many people have gone through uh, maybe a few hundred, something like that. I mean, there's Well, of the people, that, the therapists that we've – well, okay, so we have at this point um, – Several hundred people have been through our training, PTSD. I mean, been through our treatment, PTSD. Right. And we've got 84 therapists working on phase three right now. We're training okay. another 40 or 50 as we expand to Europe. There could potentially be tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of people with traumatic symptoms that could use this, but each, each, uh, yeah. how long does each, um, session last? Well, we, potentially? we, the, the VA has just recently put out a number saying there's 8 million PTSD sufferers in the United States. Okay. And just think about the rest of the world. And that's right. people who qualify for a diagnosis of PTSD. There's a lot of people traumatized that don't rise to the level of being diagnosed with PTSD, but sure. their lives are negatively impacted by the trauma that they've no experienced. Question. So, we anticipate that the number of therapists we can train, no matter how many we can train, the demand, the demand and the need is going to be higher than that. And each co-therapy team can treat only 20 or 25 people a year. Right, just because of how long it takes to do one session itself and then the integration that goes into it. That's what, yeah, it, yeah that struck me. That's, that was one yeah. of my main questions. So the peer yeah. groups is a, is a big answer to that, but obviously yeah. removing a lot of stigma is, yeah. Uh, well, and we're also looking at group therapy. So that's another thing we're starting okay. to explore. Um, the Veterans Administration has done studies with individual therapy versus group therapy. And what they've shown is that the group therapy doesn't seem to work quite as well. Okay. That there's shame, there's stigma, there's problems. People need to also tell their stories. Mm -hmm. 
But group therapy, if it's 80% as good, but only 25% the cost, then sure. we'll do rollout of massive group therapy as well. No doubt. But, but that's the stage. We're at the very early stage of trying to get permission to do a group therapy study. That's it's so exciting, Rick. I, I want to be respectful of your time. I could I could talk to you for hours and hours and hours. Well, well, um, ask me a hard question. Well, I'll tell you. I'll tell you what. You, you, uh, you know, let's ask you a hard question. Okay. Well, what, song, what song do you want to make sure is played at your funeral, Rick? Oh, uh, oh uh, <laughs> let's see. That's a good question. Um, I would say uh, Dark Star. Oh, okay. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Okay, so Steve asks everybody, what is the best animal? If all of the animals were put in a coliseum, oh, oh. what animal re- uh, reigns oh. supreme? Oh, my gosh. Well, um, <laughs> do you know that I've raised a purebred Alaskan timberwolf for no, two that's years? that's the coolest shit ever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. I got him when he was eight weeks old. And, um, oh, yeah, that's so cool. When I was 21. So I, I really feel like the wolf is my animal. I've learned so Fair much enough. from him. And it was because I was living in um, Sarasota, Florida, okay. which was the winter home of the Ringling Brothers Circus. Yeah. And there's all sorts of people there from circuses and carnivals. And there was this, uh, peop- this group that was raising wild animals for circuses and carnivals, and sure. they weren't taking care of them. And the Humane Society shut them down, and the female wolf was pregnant and had a litter of eight. Now, this is 1975. And the zoos were full, the sanctuaries were full, and there was nothing they could do with these wolves. You're so like they a put Stark. A, they put an ad in the paper. Do you want to help raise wolves? Yes. <laughs> That's uh, so cool. And I, and I was at the time looking for a dog. And this friend of mine saw this ad, and she told me there's this ad for wolves. I'm like, Whoa. So I ended up applying. and um, That is tremendous. Yeah, I'm and, so oh, glad to get that well, from you. The, the other thing that's even more amazing is that wolves are born with their eyes closed. Okay. For a few days. So the Humane Society, knowing that they couldn't find sanctuaries or zoos or anything for them, took these wolves away from their mother right when they were born and bottle fed them okay. by humans. So when they opened their eyes, they bonded on people. So this wow. was an incredible. And so I was super shy, um, you know, 21 years old. And, and so I asked for the most dominant of the litter so nice. that I could kind of get a feel for what that might be like. Yeah. And this wolf uh, lived with me for two years. I built a big pen on the outside. Couldn't house train him, is which so is cool. kind of good. We howled together. We used to run through the woods together and um, all this land. And um, we'd run through the woods at night. And <laughs> <laughs> it is really cool. Well, yeah. So did you ever um, hear of a book, um, Zen and the Art of Motorcycle Maintenance? I actually have heard of it. I have not read it. I would highly recommend it. Okay. But the reason I mention that is there's a character in there called Phaedrus, which okay. is from the Plato Dialogues. And Phaedrus, in the book, they say that Phaedrus is the word for wolf. And it's the taming power of love is the part of the dialogue. Phaedrus is this guy from the countryside, and he's brought into sort of this philosophical society. And so that, is so that was cool. the name of my wolf, was Phaedrus. That is so cool. And, and in Zen and the Outer Motorcycle Maintenance, it's the alter ego of the guy who writes the book. He's okay. gone crazy, and he's gone through electroconvulsive therapy, and he called this his old self Phaedrus, and he's trying to integrate and not lose the magic of the old self, too. So, sure. 
Anyways, that that's if I had to have one animal, and I've got incredible pictures. I've got. Wolf, I do but. have one more going back to it. Okay, we had we had um, we brought a movie here to premiere, um, and we decided we were going to fill the theater with veterans and first responders uh, from shock to awe. Oh, our great! Matt, you brought it here. Our great. friend Matt Kale yeah. uh, was one of the central um, yeah. you, know, um, you know subjects of the film, and <clears throat> I heard you talking a little bit in, in Michigan about how Maps is also working with maybe ayahuasca studies overseas. Yeah, and one of the things Things that I'm most curious about is what do the controls look like in an ayahuasca? It seems like it'd be a lot easier <laughs> to control MDMA or to, you know, uh, ketamine yeah, or yeah. things like that. But when it comes to doses and you're talking about brews and everything being different, what does that control situation look like? Well, I think that your, your first thought there was, um, I would say, um, wrong, okay. which is that MDMA and LSD are, and other things like that, mushrooms, are just as hard as ayahuasca. Okay. Not because of how you take it, but because of the effects. Okay. So it's very difficult to do a double-blind study with any psychedelic sure. compared to a placebo. That makes sense. Even right? compared to an active mm-hmm. placebo like niacin or, or an amphetamine. Or, mm-hmm. So basically, a lot of my Ph.D. dissertation was about trying to solve the double-blind problem. Okay. And so I, I spent a lot of time working on that, and I actually thought I solved the problem. Um, and what my solution was is that you do therapy with low dose of the drug versus okay. therapy with full dose. Okay. And then everybody is told they're going to see receive the same thing. Um, and most people don't know how to tell a low dose from a full dose. Right. The therapist sometimes would have a hard time to tell. And so I was, you know, super happy. I persuaded my professors to approve uh, my PhD. Sure. This was just a part of my dissertation, but I thought I'd solve the problem. And so when we started doing the research, I found out to my dismay that my solution was wrong. And so part of it was right that the low dose therapy with low dose did produce blinding okay. to some degree. But with MDMA, and I don't know if it's true with LSD or ayahuasca or psilocybin or anything like that, but low doses of MDMA agitated people. It, it activated them, the speedy aspects of it. Yeah. But it didn't reduce their fear enough so that when we tried to work with them on their PTSD, they felt very awkward and uncomfortable. And actually, we showed that people who got therapy without any MDMA did better than people who had therapy with low-dose MDMA. Okay. But then the, the problem is, as you step up the dose, it's not that far to get to a therapeutic dose. So what we found to our surprise also was that 75 milligrams of MDMA with two hours later, 37 and a half, work great. So we found that... Um, 25, 30, 40, even 50 milligrams were a little bit awkward for people, but you get up to 75, and then it's working really, really well. Some kind of threshold has passed. So when we went to the FDA and we went to the European agency, the European Medicines Agency, um, I started out by saying uh, one of my um, favorite quotes. It was from an old um, president of Harvard, and he said, never forget there's always a Harvard man on the wrong side of every issue. (laughs) (laughs) And so I said, this is me. I thought I had, uh, and this time is me. My dissertation was wrong. There is no solution to the double-blind problem. And to the FDA, you can tell us. We'll we'll do the blinding if you want that with low-dose. But the real question is, if you can do something with therapy, why bother add the drug? Right. And so the real question is, let's do therapy without the drug versus therapy with full-dose MDMA. And then the FDA basically agreed to that, and they said there's two main things to do to reduce experimenter bias. And this would apply for ayahuasca, for anything, which is random assignment. So you get everybody similarly motivated 
they know they'll either get the placebo or they'll get the therapy with the drug, but they're all similarly motivated to get better. So random right. assignment is really important because some studies will take, here's a group of people, they've gone through this treatment, you know, there's a bunch of them that didn't work for, and so then we'll take the volunteers and they'll go in to get this next treatment. But they're the more motivated people. So you have random assignment. And then the other part of it is that you have to have the person that evaluates how well people are doing be separate from the therapists. So the therapist cannot say, this person did great. You know, it's an independent person. And we have a whole complicated system. We have over 20 raters that do ratings on telemedicine, on video, and they're all calibrated with each other with inter-rater reliability, and they will sometimes only see the person that they rate once because this large pool will be uh, making sure that other raters get to this person. Sure. Sometimes they'll see them twice. Again, it's, it's a random process. But those are the two main ways that the FDA and the European Medicines Agency said we could reduce experimenter bias. Awesome. Yeah. Rick, you answered my question. I'm so excited to be here with you today. Thank you for everything okay. that you do. And that, that wasn't even done. that hard of a question. And, well, I'm sorry. I'm not, I'm not a PhD from Harvard. <laughs> Steve, you got anything you want to get on this mic and ask him anything? Okay. You okay. Got How about a, a parting thought for all of our Christian fundamentalist friends? Um, I'd say that, that be, um, Jesus would be s- sympathetic yeah. with the people going deep into their own psyche to find ways to be more loving, to be more healthy, to be more inclusive, to, to reach these kind of mystical senses of connection, to be compassionate, totally. that, that you're, um, you're not losing, you're gaining yeah. to explore in this way. Rick, you're the best. Thank you so much. Thank you yeah. so much. Appreciate you. Great. Thanks, man. That was fun. That was so oh, much fun. Rick, you're the best, Rick. Ricky. Ricky, oh, Ricky, no. Dob Dobbs. Is that why you were asking about tech news? <laughs> yeah, did you know? I didn't even realize you what was I... behind me. <laughs> it's early, bud. Oh, I know. What a day yesterday, What bud. a day. And did you, have a, did you have a good day? Man, I'm just all filled up from all that turkey and stuffing and, and uh, pie. And uh, they also eat other stuff, too. Like. I mean, I was eating it all yesterday, man. Good job, dude. No, I didn't eat anything. Did you, uh, did you have a good time with your family? Yeah, it's fine. It was all good. What fine. we got here? Hi, friends. Good hey, morning. Friends. Happy hey, Friday. guys. Hey. Here's Ricky Dobbs hey. Maps. Tech news. What the hell's yeah. a tech hey, news? Yeah, exactly. This kid's chiming in. There. What's the tech news all about? What's that all about? What a day today, man. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's the opening day for Sweet Leaf Emporium. <laughs> and. Sweet Leaf Emporium and I mean, uh, the store may not uh, look there. like it. No, yeah, you guys, <laughs> no, 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 that's no. how you know you're gonna get a good deal. If it looks like a warehouse when you walk in, you know that you. Look, I'm telling you, right we didn't now, spend any money. You're gonna, on you're gonna that. come in here and you're gonna get like a fifty dollar pipe for I don't know twenty five bucks, thirty bucks, thirty bucks. You know, somebody's gonna walk, first person walks in here. We're gonna give you something. I don't know what it is. First person that comes here today. Craig's going to give you something. I'll blow you. <laughs> I'll give you some, okay? Guys, we're in Sweetleaf Studios here in Festus Mo, and we're going to have ourselves a day. We're going to yeah. have ourselves a big day. I'm, uh, I'm tired. I might go home and nap after this. Slow, uh, <laughs> slow news day, bud. Uh, slow, slow news day. day. <laughs> I've been just reeling, just searching to see what was going on. Uh, had a nice, uh, I had a Thanksgiving. I was great. It was actually, 
very, very low key. Friendsgiving was my Thanksgiving. So we're trying to be uh, trying to be responsible as far as our distancing goes. So we didn't do any traveling, didn't get together with the family. It's the first <coughs> Thanksgiving I've ever had, uh, I think, where I haven't been around extended family and whatnot. So it was just me, uh, me, Miss, and Landon. And Landon and I got a lot of Rocket League in yesterday, but it, nice. was, a, it was fun. I, yeah. I, I'm into it. Yeah. Dude, there's people on there that freak me out how good they are at that game. It's dumb. Really it bad, it uh... fucking makes me angry. I'm like, it, it doesn't take long for the old gamer to come out in you because I'm sitting there playing. I'm like, are you fucking <laughs> kidding me? Come on. I'm sitting there playing a game with my 13-year-old. I'm the worst. <laughs> You're slapping him. Well, it was funny because I came You're like, hey, get it together. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> make me look like an ass out here. These 12-year-old the South Koreans are beating the shit out of us. Like, he just wants to hang with his dad, yeah. and his dad's an embarrassment mm-hmm. to him. Yep. He's like, Dad, what are you doing? Yeah. You're killing me. See, I play You're Fortnite. You're killing my rank. I, I play Fortnite with the boys, and they get a kick out of it because they're like, You're terrible. And I'm like, Yeah, I know. I'm glad I could be something for you. Yeah, thanks. Cool. <laughs> glad everybody's great at Fortnite. Glad everybody's. I'll... Oh, hang on, hang on, hang on. Guys, what a show. Got another stencil to go up on the wall. I'm working on... Uh, Looks good in here. Dude, I'm working on... Uh, got a couple more peeps. I got I got in the pipeline. I'm gonna, I got a... You got? I, well, I can't believe I hadn't already. I'm just trying to figure out which one I like the best. Oh, yeah. What are we thinking? That's oh, got to be the yeah. guy, right? It's got to be the guy, right? <laughs> Gonzo. I can't decide which one I want to do yet. <laughs> can't decide. Uh, I don't know. I kind of like that one. A lot of people, right? But that on one this in the one? middle is probably the way to go. Everybody picked two. Thought he looked like the most. Uh, <laughs> Looks like the rest of them, kind of. Thought it looked like the wall of thinkers, but this to me kind of more encapsulates the crazy man that he is. Oh, you know, and he's got the Magnum. Yeah, the old forty-four Magnum in his you, hands. You ever heard his phone call to the cable company? <laughs> oh, dude, it's the best. Have you ever? Did, I think I've <laughs> asked you about this. Have you watched the the bit with Hunter S. Thompson and Conan O'Brien? I don't know. I feel like I feel like we talked yeah. about it. Maybe I never showed you. Conan goes out to Woody Creek, Colorado with Hunter Thompson. They pay to have this dude an old timey bartender. And they're just sitting there and, <laughs> and next to the bartender with all of the whiskey and shit you can drink is an armory of fucking yeah. machine guns. And they Easy are man. getting fucking loose. And there are there's a handful of times where uh, you can see straight fear in Conan's eyes because Hunter was just a madman. He was a madman. He's a crazy person. Uh, He's awesome. But he was dude. our crazy person. Dude, he I fucking love that awesome, guy. dude. I love that guy. What's cool. up, Herfy? Hey, Jen Elgin. Hey, Mote. <laughs> hey, Tiff Jones. What's up, everybody? Thanks for joining the show. What a show today. No doubt. No doubt, having having I'm having keep a go. Saying it. Yeah, having a go. Well, you know the thing is, if you uh, say it enough, if you say it real. enough, they'll believe it. What the hell they know? Um, you ever seen the Bill Murray uh, where the buffalo where the buffalo roam? Yeah, that blew my mind when I first saw that. When I brought home, I mean, it looks like a B movie. When I when I brought home Fear and Loathing, uh, I 
was like, Dad, you know, he's like, yeah. Dad, I'm like, smart. Like, well, no, like more than anything, I was like, Dad, what do you know, fucking yeah, know about cool. Hunter Thompson? He's like, I know a lot about Hunter Thompson, but what do you know? about Oh, he Hunter does. Thompson? He does the whole. Thing. That's yeah. where you got that from. I know a lot about Hunter Thompson. Oh, shooter. <laughs> yeah. What do you know about Hunter okay, Thompson? That explains a lot. Explains, uh, explains a lot. <laughs> but uh, he's like, oh, this is pretty good. He's like, but you got to watch where the Buffalo Room. Like, fear and loathing is great. It's fine. But where the Buffalo Rum is. Johnny it. Depp is fucking oh, no, no. Uh, Hunter S. Thompson. He actually, I watched, uh, I watched Gonzo, uh, which is a documentary on documentary crime on. about him. Mm-hmm. And Depp uh, mm-hmm. narrates the whole deal. Yep. Uh, I mean, they were, they were tight. You know, they like, like, lived with him. For dude, he spent $3 million to shoot him out of a cannon after he died. I, can't, I, I don't understand why that cost $3 million. Buddy, if you die and you want to get shot out of a cannon, I'll get you out of a cannon yeah, 20, for a while. 25 bucks. Yeah, uh, gunpowder. The cost of gunpowder. Come on, I know enough hillbillies. Some... I'll, I'll fucking put you in a potato gun. So that's, I was just about a job to say hair spray. Big enough, big enough thing. A big oh. enough thing of PVC. I'm gonna pack that thing full of hairspray, and we're just gonna. Just I want launch you, your carcass. I want you to ground my remains into a slurry. Okay. And put it in like a clear <laughs> a slurry. <laughs> and I want you to put it in a clear plastic bullet type shape thing. Okay. And I want you to send that son of a bitch to the moon, uh-huh. bro. Dude, I'll, I'll send shoot it wherever you can. And shoot it, maybe shoot it towards water. Yeah. But then maybe it goes so far, it just goes, yeah! In the heart of someone. I'm into that. Uh, in the I, heart of don't a child. Let my, don't let my death be in vain. Make sure it's done in spite. Yeah. Right? Like, uh, uh, if I die, know that my, my spirit lives on. And sure. that I will forever uh, be, be cranking yep. the tunes yep. in the eternal stream of consciousness I'll just be that everyone it. gets to tap into. And you'll be cranking it. <laughs> But as far as this body goes, yeah. make sure it makes for a shitty day for someone. I don't care yeah, what it for is. Sure. Find someone for sure. that I hate with the fire of a thousand suns and make my remains their problem. That's all I'm trying to say. Just know my soul loves Simple. you. Yeah, my yeah. soul loves you. Limitless, I'm, I'm dancing in the eternal song. Yeah, yeah. And I hope that you, when, when you join me, we're going to dance yeah, together. Yeah. But, but this but fucking that's... shit sack, make it someone else's problem that I fucking hate. <laughs> Grind me up. These things get gross they after, get, we, after our soul leaves they it. Get, well, I'm gross now. <laughs> it's <that> gross. <laughs> it's fucking gross <laughs> now. Make it someone's problem. You smell like I'm a dead saying. person. <laughs> yes. Would you imagine having B.O. so bad he smelt like a corpse? Oh, that would be an awful... I, I mean, you know, B.O. like a corpse. B.O. kind of works like an aphrodisiac or so we think, right? Yeah, like that's dude. The yeah, idea, dude. Right? Yeah, musk, do. Our musk. Uh-huh. Right? But if our musk was that of a rotting corpse, which Not is good. what I compared cool. my first DMT experience to. What? Oh, dude, the, the, first time, the first time I smoked DMT, I'm like, oh, this is what burning, rotting baby corpses <laughs> smells like. That's what it, that's what it smells and tastes like. Uh, I, was, I was ill-informed. I was ill-informed uh, at administration. Uh, you know, we all fucking, we all stub our toes every now and then. Uh, <clears throat> but uh, regardless, uh, that was what that smell is. Now I've grown to where, hmm, I kind of like that floral little smell of, of dimethyltryptamine. <laughs> Oh, uh, wait, what's his, what's your alter ego's name? Greg? Uh, uh, it was Greg and Queeb, right? Greg. Greg loves that fucking smell. Greg loves the smell. Of, <laughs> the first time someone said that to me, I go, what is the matter with yeah, your you brain? Yeah, you got issues. What's the matter with your brain, bud? First time I did DMT, I was like, that was, uh, I did something wrong. 
Yeah. Like, whatever I just did, that wasn't good for a human because of the way that tasted. That's not good for a human. That's like one time Queeve did acid and I tasted it. And immediately, tasted acid? Yeah. I don't know if it was like a research chemical or what it was. Okay. I, mean, I tripped. My buddy tried to poop in the sink. There was a party. We had this big party downstairs at uh You're smoking how, deems at a party? Well, no, how I this is the acid thing. Okay. How I met uh uh Jimmy Nuggs. Is that like the third day that after he moved in? He was just yelling from his lower apartment. Nugs! I got nugs. And you know me, everybody's like, that's a trap. And I'm like, nah, let's go find out. Let's go find out. Let's see, let's see what's up. Let's see what's doing. So I go in there and meet them. They have a huge party like the next night. And we kind of we kind of know them at this point. We've been hanging out for a day. And me and my buddy go to their party. And they're a year younger than us. But they're all from St. Charles. So they're all like 50-year-old men, you know, like soul-wise. And uh, <clears throat> so then they're, they're having a party. Everyone passes out, you know. So now it's like four in the morning we're the last two you know we're tripping our asses off and everybody else is tucked away wherever they can tuck away in this apartment and it's one of those where the kitchen is open you walk in huge living room kitchen open in the back and then two bedrooms on this side two bedrooms on the on the other side uh so it was like a split you know like you had uh, it's just how they built all the fucking sure. apartments there and we actually roomed with two guys from kc which we can get into that in oh i love it yeah sure. so the two guys from kc lived on one side me and my buddy lived on the other side we go down to this thing and we're just giggling and i'm like i bet you can't poop in their sink dude and he's like you want to make a bed i can't poop in their sink and i mean there's like dishes and stuff in there in their kitchen. <laughs> everyone's asleep everyone's asleep at this point <laughs> <laughs> so he gets up on the counter and he's like squatting over the sink. We're tripping, bud. And he pulls down he's his doing pants. This while he's tripping. We're tripping our nuts off, dude. And oh, that's when we first no. ate the acid about ten hours before that. Oh, it's and funny. we had tasted sentence. it on our tongue. It's a life sentence. And we were like, that tasted like chemical. Like you know, usually you don't <laughs> taste anything. So already our first couple hours of the trip are hiding out, are trying to, you know, we're, we're trying to figure out what the fuck did we just do? Because yep. that wasn't LSD. Sure. It doesn't have a taste. It shit doesn't have a taste. Was it paper? Was the paper fucking had the taste? I don't know. what I don't know what this guy gets. What had the him. taste? So finally, we, you know, we had a good old time that night. We actually ended up like we're laughing and, you know, made a few jokes. We were, I think we were, this Queeve was slanging swag at the time, you know. So sure. it's like, yeah, man, blunts galore from Queeve. There cool always, guy. There was always blunts gone. <laughs> yeah, big, the big ones. We would roll the regular <laughs> size. Fucking full size fillies, <laughs> yes, bud. Yes. I would go through a box of <laughs> yes. 50 swishers every three days. Full size oh swishers. God. A box of them. I didn't even know you could buy cheap ass cigars in boxes. <laughs> Oh shit! So we did that. I know, right? Yeah. Ooh, these are ah, <laughs> real nice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Where's from? El Salvador. Yeah. Two thousand. Two thousand two. Yesterday. Yeah. Okay. Um. So, and he just can't get it out, and he's just up there, and he's like, you know, when you're trying to fart, but you can't, or you're trying to poop, but just like little farts are coming out. So anyway, we're sitting there, and I'm dying. I'm on the floor, but I'm trying to not wake anybody up, dude. This is the fucking best thing I ever seen. Oh, man, I would be fucking infuriated. And this is four dudes that we kind of barely know that live in this apartment, but they're kind of fun. They're That's a fucking act kids. of war, bud. And the one dude comes out of his room. 
And I'm like sitting on the floor and he can kind of see me. And but he looks up and so he's like walking out of his room because I guess he's got a piss or something. And he walks out and he's like, oh. <laughs> and just like, like it was one of those like, come on, guys. Come on, guys. He didn't know if we had already pooped on there. We collectively pooped on his thing, or if we were just getting ready to. All he knows is it's four in the morning and there's a dude holding, holding his nuts, nuts <laughs> shitting in his just dishes. Going, just straining to get one out, dude. It was awesome. Oh, it was God, campus view was wild. Well, that's funny because uh, my niece came back from Mizzou, her first year at Mizzou, and she brought her little Mizzou boyfriend. Over. Oh, she did. Oh, she did. Oh, she did. What's up there, big shoes? <laughs> you true son, huh? Uh, his name's Tra- Tra- Travis. Yeah. Shout Travis, out to Travis. Travis Shout out Travis. Son, huh? He's a true son. Okay. I think. I don't know. I didn't talk All to him right. much. I just assumed right. a lot. Um, so I walked in. Well, uh, my brother-in-law, her dad had just gotten an AR-15 for, he just built, uh, we're talking about, someone put one together. We're talking about a Raider here, right? We're talking about, yeah, uh, yes, 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 yes. He's got, someone built together. Talking about one of Dutch Town's finest, got himself a new AR. (laughs) And his little princess brought home a little boy toy from Missouri. Little floppy hair, oh, you know. You know the time. You know, know the time. You know the time. I've been the time. <laughs> yes. So I immediately get there and I'm like, "Hey, Travis. You know, nice to meet you, buddy. Uh, we'll talk soon. Say hi to everybody." And so then I walk behind the dude and kind of get everybody's attention. You know, I'm doing one of these and I'm like, "Okay." And he's sitting here like this. You know, he has no idea what's going on behind him. This fool. <laughs> you fool. He's listening right now. I'm like, you fool. <laughs> <laughs> stupid fool. <laughs> Travis. Because I was going to be like, oh, your parents named you after Travis Scott, you fucking 10-year-old. Tra- Travis Tritt, man. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> so he just walked around like, doing Travis Tritt covers at family Thanksgiving. His name's not even Travis. Here's a quarter. <laughs> he Call just, someone <laughs> who cares. <laughs> he doesn't even, his name's not even Travis. He just likes he Travis just Tritt. He so. Travis Tritt so much. <laughs> Call me Travis. And he knows that it's Call a great Travis. day to be alive. <laughs> Call me It's a great <laughs> <laughs> dead be That's not Travis Tritt, though, is it? Oh, hell yeah, that's yeah, Travis, Travis Tritt. Great dead be alive. God damn right it is. So anyway, I get I get everyone's attention. I'm kind of like, hey, Jeff. How's that AR shooting? You get to shoot that thing yet, man? You were you know, trigger happy with that thing. And he's like, yeah, I took it to the range. And he kind of gets to play and stands up. So now <laughs> this kid is sitting in between Rack us. In the fucking slide. I'm like, How, how's the accuracy on that thing? Getting pretty accurate, buddy. He's like, I can hit someone from about 100 yards now. And I'm like, everybody's kind of picking up on the joke now. My sister was having a good old time. But I was like, hey, bu- hey, bud, you guys ever head on over to uh, Campus View? Like yeah, that's how room you know. 113? She's getting in trouble. That's the, that's the spot where legends were born, bud. Because <laughs> we had Club Hudson, uh, 523 Club Hudson. Okay. Freshman year, okay. I took out all the lights in our dorm room, <laughs> so then only put in black lights. Well, naturally, my roommate hated me. Benson, I would stab you. In the Benson's head. like, yeah, he's, I'm actually he's trying here to, to study. study I'm his here teeth, to study. His he's teeth are glowing. You can't see his eyes because he can't see. So he pulls his eyes back. You can always see like a purple slit in the middle. He's of studying for econ four in his paper. And he's a sharp guy too. Sneaky, sharp. Sneaky he did sharp guy. It. He did it fine. He went to the fucking we had like a common ground in the yeah, middle sure. he didn't care so then we thought we get the idea that it'd be fucking cool 
if when chicks came over, we had like painted all these things on the wall in blacklight paint. Mm -hmm. So then, boom, flip the lights. Hey, guess what? It's fucking strip club time. <laughs> Except we wrote all this stuff. We're drawing stuff. And it's kind of hard to see doing it when blacklight and get high or whatever. I get high and watch the Three Stooges and paint sure. on my fucking walls. Didn't make sure. it long. Missouri, didn't make it very long. No. Oh, no, no, it didn't make it long. It made it longer <laughs> than I did at Missouri State. That's for sure. <laughs> So anyway, well, you'd bring chicks back there, and you'd be like, Club Hudson, hit the music, you know, hit the music on the little boom shelf stereo, flip the lights, you know, it's dark. It goes pure black light. They're like, what? <laughs> and then it's just like the ramblings of a madman on the wall. Like madman. <laughs> what's the fucking, what's the, what's the movie? Yeah, I was going to say, what's the movie with the guy that fucking left fucking messages to himself on a Memento. Memento. It's fucking Memento. <laughs> it's fucking Finkel is Einhorn on the fucking wall. It didn't have much of an artistic sense about it is what I'm saying. So I remember numerous times I'm expecting flip these lights. People are like, dude, this is a dorm room. Am I in Amsterdam at a rave right now? No, man, you're in Columbia, Missouri Getting and fifth after. floor of Hudson, Hudson Hall, buddy. Okay. But yeah, a lot of people would, their faces when I would flip on the lights, they're like, you okay? <laughs> these are these are your lights. Like these are the only lights you have. That's are these cool. okay? I'll do it. I just okay. want you to knock it over. I'll do. I'll do it. I I I'm gonna force it. it on me. <laughs> you wanna know why? Hey kids, you got. You, you ever tried CBD? CBD? You ever been boot scooting at Cody's? I've been boot scooting. Not at Cody's. I've been boot scooting at Midnight Rodeo. We call it the Hodeo. Cowboys 2000. I told a little story about those two places. These are down in Springfield. You ever been boot scooting, bud? You ever go boot scooting? I went to Inca Hoops. But Similar. I just came in my pants. I didn't do much boot scooting. Oh, the old coming in your pants. Yeah, I had a nice silver dollar, whatever they call that. <laughs> what do they call that? You got a little mark on her. I think, yeah, I think silver dollar is what they call it, I think. Think. I had one of those in my pants. What I think it was getting a grind on. Oh, a girl came up. And it was next, it was, wasn't it? It was her only will and desire to make me come in my pants. That's I, pretty cool. I mean, that's and it was so listen, random. If you're a guy, let's just let's just flip the script. For flip a it. Flip I'm it. I'm walking into a room, see a yeah. woman. If I can just walk into a room, fucking <laughs> Saturday night, and make them come. Yeah, that's my fucking. That's Almighty actually. Shit. That's my dream in life is just to be able to be like. That's, Bam! That's what she was doing. <laughs> I know. So good for her. Yeah, I know. That's what she did. She came through. She came in hot. She was wearing like a sexy little number. And every once in a while, you know, Inca Hoots was a country bar. But every once in a while, you'd be like, holy shit. Scuba at Veta. Oh, Jeffy Sherm Sherm. That's a dragon right there. That's okay. a goddamn okay. dragon right What's up, there. Oh, what's up, Jeff? Hell of a goaltender, too. Big, long, strong guy could play the goal. Okay. He, he was the one who kind of showed me the ropes at VETA, and then I ended up breaking maybe his niece's wrist with a shot, with a bomb. Well. You know, kids don't listen. That's the problem. Kids don't listen. They don't listen. He he kind of took me under his wing. His sister really took me under Katie Sherman. Okay. Um, and th that was my first ever job. She was the first person I met at my first ever job. I was working snack bar while I worked the summer camp. Not, well, I'm right. telling all these kids to line up, right? And we were all we would all play. We would all like juggle around and hit shots after the kids would line up. You know, whatever, just doing jackassing around. 
well, one of the kids who her aunt maybe ran the place. So she was real entitled. Like, I can do it. I can go wherever I want for lunch and I can. Sure. Yeah, I don't have to listen. I'll just go to the office. You know, I'm like, please. You think yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm not a teacher. Like, I'm right. not a teacher. Sure. Like, you want to get lost inside this yeah, place? Dude, I just got to count you guys every once in a while. Okay. Like, don't, don't make my life any harder. So I'm juggling this ball. <clears throat> Hit one off the wall. Yeah. Okay. I'm about 30 yards out. So I'm about the first line. Broke a wrist from 30? Dude, I hit a, hit a laser, half huh? volley, and little, she little was skip going off, like this. little skip off the, the ground, quick yep. bounce. Yep, and it's one of those you're like, ooh, I felt nothing on my foot. I was probably right where the first line is, where the door to get out of an indoor soccer place is. Mm. That's where I'm at coming out. So <laughs> okay. a little bit past that first line because we're all getting ready to line up. All the kids should be fucking lined up. I'm putting this ball in the net for the next people. Yep. Well, she's still playing goal, huh? so she tries to stop this thing. And as soon as the Not ball hits, gloves, I hope. as soon as you want to do W and you want to do M. Yep. You want to do W yep. and you want to do M. That way the ball's not getting past you. That's a Benson trick right there. Yeah. Um, so then he, uh, she, it hits her hands and she's like, <laughs> I mean, it was a different type of cry, you know, like when you get you, hurt, you, you're you, like, ah, you, you, you know, like when you can hear in the other room, your kids, like it's a different type. Oh, of Oh yeah. Cry. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. you know, yeah. you know, it was a it just made me think of, I know, I know, I know. That's like, exactly what I was just thinking of. Dude. Yeah, it's a tough one. <laughs> oh. So anyway, so it became like the talk of the town, bud. She had to Steve go to the hospital. The girl's arm. I br- I have in my record, I've broken a child's arm. Yeah. But here's the deal. I pulled my sisters out of her arms, out of her sockets. Oh, yeah. I mean, we she's all. mouthy. She's <laughs> a little fucking sideways. Um, yeah. <laughs> I felt bad. You got I, it in your record. I, she, yeah, she, the, the town terrible. knows. <laughs> Word around vet is. Steve's wrecking yeah, fucking little Jeff, girls. Jeff knows. What's Jeff up? knows. <laughs> Jeff knows. What, what, what's Scuba all about? Is that was that a guy? Oh, it was that, just, that was like pointing and making people. No, Scuba oh. Steve. It was oh, just oh, around gotcha, the exact same gotcha, time gotcha, that gotcha. movie came out. Oh so yeah, yeah. kind of. There was like Scuba Steve. Scuba Steve. Yeah. Yeah. Scuba Steve. Yeah, yeah. just enough. winning counselor of the year every Not, year. Just <laughs> winning counselor of the year every year, bud. I think we. They didn't really have that award, but. Yeah, yeah, all right. that's how I know him. Yeah, okay. I, 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 yeah. I was like, there's no way you guys missed each other. Oh yeah, we he's were we were great pals. He's, he's a great dude. It was fun. He was great a good dude. coach. He was a good yeah. coach. He's right a good on. coach. Yeah, oh, he he gets a lot out of people. Yeah, he does. Guys, you made it through the first hour. You got uh, you were treated to a little conversation between uh, Rick Doblin and myself, which took place last year, over a year ago. Recap, Time's flying, bud. Recap in the first hour. Steve late again. Nah. Doblin. Good interview. Great, great interview. Again. Uh, again. <laughs> um, uh, guy trying to poop on acid. In dishes. And on dishes on in dishes. a sink in college. Yes. Black lights. Black lights. AR-15s. AR-15s and for true sons. <laughs> for true sons. Yes. And? And? Steve breaking little girls' And I broke... Well, come on. <laughs> let's, let's end it on a good one. Guys, after these, these messages... We'll be right back. What is that? TGIF or some like shit? So, yeah. Okay. Yeah, we heard it the first time, bud.
Biscuit morning show, Black Friday, Sweet Leaf Emporium, Festus, Missouri. Come in here. You're gonna get. We're just gonna give you something. You're, not only are we gonna give you a steep discount on some glass, thirty-one percent off, who which gets means it? you're paying six. I didn't know you were gonna ask. I could tell. <laughs> well, I kept telling people thirty-one percent. They're like, That's they're like thirty-one percent, and it looks like a big fuck you to the people who are doing thirty percent off. By the way, yeah, like, one million percent. I'm doing thirty-one percent off. <laughs> Try to beat it. I'll tell you what. You come in here, you're gonna get a deal. You if you if you want a glass piece or maybe just some wraps or some cones, today's the day to get them. If you're today, gonna get them any day, today would be today's the day to get, to get anything product. from here because no we're doubt. not prepared. No doubt at all. You come in for a today, grand you're getting shit. You're, we we have to. You're getting shit. Period. And yeah, we have to. There's dude. There's some really cool glass pieces in there. I wish I could get out there with this camera. Uh, there's some really cool glass <laughs> pieces in there that we can uh, we can get down and dirty on, bud. I could zoom you in from your phone. You could. Might we could do a, a live auction. That's what I was actually saying. I could just go grab some. Yeah, it's a lot of work. I'll, I'll, I'll set it up in the next commercial break. Third hour, we're fucking, we're hustling pipes. You want to do? Let's do it. You want to? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Oh. We're going to get you excited about Sweet Leaf Emporium. Because okay. we're excited about Sweet Leaf Emporium. We got the studio looking good, it's bud. Coming. It's coming. It's, it's coming. It's coming, bud. It's coming. We got it so When it's good. done. <laughs> It'll never be done, done. Well, no. I think it's we'll just know. always. We'll never. Know. Never. We'll never. Know. It's never going to be done. <laughs> you went, you went real quick done. back on what no. you... It's, no. When it's done. But it's when it's kind of done... <laughs> We got a man that border really wraps things up, doesn't Dude, it? Dude, when I walked in this morning, I was like, that feels finished. Feels a little bit more finished. A little bit yeah. more finished. Yeah. Because right? I can't handle paint. Like, oh, well, we're going to handle that part next. We're going to get that. I know. Well, at least that's up there. You know, yeah, yeah. You got to look got, for it. Gotta, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Point is, what do you need? Point you is, need, what do you need? You need, need a new pipe? pipe? You need a new pipe? You need a new uh, bong? You need a new vape accessory? Do you need? Oh, a, Jen thinks she's going to come up there. I want the pipe and, with the eyeball. I'll be up there to purchase that. I know. <laughs> I know. That's fine. That's going to be great. You need a it's pipe. Fine. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, we need one. I broke mine. Where's Jason? That's a great question. Where, is, where Jason? is Jason? Where's Indeed. Jason? That's great a, question. I don't know why I gave away your government name, Miss Kitty Time. I'm sorry. Craig is a stereotypical <laughs> artist, super critical, and never satisfied with his work. I don't know about if I'm an artist, but <laughs> yeah, I am never are. satisfied yeah. with fucking anything that I do. Really? I remember whenever I was putting off, I'm like, this is fucking dumb. It looks stupid. As I'm peeling off, I'm like, you can't fucking Aww. see anything. It looks dumb. Fucking paint came off with it. It's just how I am. I was told if you shop at Sweet Leaf, your hog grows one inch in every direction. In every direction. Even back in in towards you. you too. (laughs) Which is how I've been measuring it from from day one. Yeah, I measure from the middle of my prostate. Yes. Well, yeah, it goes in there like a cat. It goes way up in there. Yep, like a cat's tail. 
We got three pipes right now. I think I'm going to give one of them away when we get 200 Twitch followers. Because if you're we watching are. this on Facebook, we are. They're what's choose, wrong with you? They're going to choose which one it is. What's wrong with you? They're, they're in there. They're on the tray if you want to go grab okay. them. Yeah, they're on the tray. Uh, guys, we're trying to move everybody to Twitch because Facebook, even in our group, our lovely little beautiful group, which I've heard a lot of you guys talking about this past recent, this recently, You've been talking about the group and some of the things you guys have been saying, <laughs> touching me to my soul, okay? I've heard on numerous occasions people who say, I'm in multiple groups and this group is my favorite because people are just trying to love each other. What? What? You guys don't understand how good that makes me feel and also how like, oh man, I feel almost guilty at how good that makes me feel. Show them the first one. Okay, that's, that's, that's Amy Wilson. This is Amy Wilson? Amy Wilson. I think, I believe she's an artist from Missouri, I believe. That one's good. I thought the ladies would be like, ooh, me likey. I want. I like this one. That is my, that's my jam right this there. Is that is my jam right there. Look at you with your tray background. Look at you. You need to, like, I'm not using my hand today. This this one though in your hand like when probably you put it in your hand feeling. probably the best feeling and it's I mean it's yeah it feels like if I drop this I think that's Pyrex too yeah, maybe if I drop this I feel I don't feel bad or borosilicate that might be borosilicate fumed borosilicate thing, it's just also it's the eye of like, Sauron it's just a convenient little holder like I like a good Sherlock I'm a pipe smoker as it is you know uh, this is a uh, very nice little piece. When we get to 200 Twitch followers, we are going to give another piece away. What, uh, I was trying to think of some other good stuff to give away, kind of get people excited well, like about paper, stuff. Right now, if, you're, if you need papers, wraps, yes, anything, like, you're crazy here. not to come here today. You're crazy. You're crazy. You're local. Man, well, I was telling them, we're trying to move everybody to Twitch because yeah. even in our beautiful little group, which they've been making me so proud lately, um, I mean, I haven't been on it as much, but the little snippets that I see, because I used to think I had to monitor every little single inch and aspect of that, just trying to figure it out. Um, and, you know, I, I get stuck in the hole of the, the endless scroll, the endless scroll hole. Dude, the guy I've that been there. invented that said that it haunts him. Oof. He invented it for Instagram, as I think, where it where the it first debuted. Yeah. And it, he, he said it haunts him. He goes, I under, mm. like it made you know made me very wealthy it you know i mean it but what it did for the human race he goes i i, I wish i could take it back mm. yeah because the endless scroll can be it's a it's a endless scroll it's, hole. it's a fucking it's it's quicksand i know a couple times because i've been like okay just no, all right get no, all right get get off no okay no yeah okay you're done okay i'm still scrolling i'm just still scrolling what the fuck is wrong with me dude so we're trying to move every... Do you have the multiple eyeball ones there? We may have two. We may have two. I don't know. There is one. It might not be a Sherlock, though. We may have one out there. I'm not sure if it's a Sherlock. We have a ton of just bowls, though. And if you're going to get a quality bowl, today is the day you're going to get it. 31% off. Make a drive out to Festus. What else you doing? It's a beautiful drive out here to high, uh, on Highway 55. It's a nice little shot down here. No one's really on the roads. All those Black Friday shoppers who went out in the morning. Is that still a thing? Are people still doing that? Um, love that one. It's just me. Oh, Herfie says the eyeball. I need it. 
Miss Kit Time says, "Cat, uh, cat, black box, green heart, cat, cat, p- pussy, pussy, black box, green heart." Yeah, yeah, that's the same person, I think. Yep. Oh yeah, because they're green. Yeah, those, are, but those are not Sherlock's. They're just spoons. Yep. Which I like those. Those all have a real good feel to them, but that Sherlocky. Yeah, this might just be the like, coolest one. Just hold This on. might be the coolest one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, look at you. Whoa, double. double. Oh, oh, man. Craig, slow down, Craig. Slow down, Craig. You're getting out of control. Your DMT pipe looks. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, buddy. We're just going to keep that one for the studio. Yep. Sorry, guys. You're good. We'll you got to eat the mushrooms. We'll throw Jason's away. Throw that. Away. Throw that stupid thing Son away. Bitch. Yeah, let's take that. Son of a bitch. Oh, it looks so good. Good morning, brother. There's the coach coach. I got to tell you, man, I've been struggling with the morning motivation just because I'm like, oh, I got to get my own shit together before I can start motivating anybody else. I can't even get up on time. What the fuck? How am I supposed to motivate anybody? But the Kush Coach motivates me. Kush Coach is the man. I really the like man, the dude. cut of that guy's jib. I'm a big fan of the Kush Coach. Again, he's so sweet and kind. I'm like, eh. how many hobos has he murdered? You oh, know? dozens. Dozens. At least. Especially living in Colorado. That's he's like kind. Hobo Junction. And so, like, he he's lives got... in Grand Junction. You I know why they call it. it hobo Junction? Where all the hobos hang that Kush Coach inevitably murders on his free time. <laughs> I don't know. Take it I don't up. know. Maybe, I don't know. The only person that murders more people than Gush Coach is, is James Pol Pot. <laughs> <laughs> um, again, uh, James Carlton, the live read. If you guys didn't uh, hear that, I, I wish so, I'd I'm sorry. It. It's our new commercial. I'm sorry for it's you guys. Commercial. It's a six-minute commercial, but it's a, it's it's one of the longest. I fucking love you guys. <laughs> I've killed five hobos. Fair enough. Five seems a little light, but yeah, it seems yeah, like yeah, an, yeah. enough to keep the eh, keep the authorities be like. He's doing a service, but not like come across as a homicidal maniac, you know? Yeah, it's mean? like when uh, serial killers start cleaning up the streets, killing hookers. Yep. I feel like sometimes cops are like, eh. Yeah. Eh. Yeah, Jack the Ripper was a cop. <laughs> Jack the Ripper was a police officer of the law? I, I don't think so. Oh. But. Uh, oh, they never found who it was. They, they didn't. Yeah. But there's speculation that it was H.H. H. Holmes. There's oh, a whole. Man. Dude, there's a lot of. Gr- like, not H.H. H. Holmes. Triple H. Have you ever fucking Triple H? Ever seen that crazy man story? Uh-oh. Dude, this guy built a house. He, I think he must have been like the the inspiration for the movie Saw. He was this fucking insanely wealthy, uh, uh, successful guy that built like this mansion, and the people that helped him build this mansion. It would have like halls that led to nowhere and <coughs> slides that went to furnaces and everybody that helped him build the house like was dead like he killed them all off as they fucking built it so that none of his secrets he's a fucking crazy and his his timeline matches up with jack the ripper he was doing that here in the states while jack the ripper what? was doing that over in england what timeline was that that was a long time ago 18 was it 70s maybe shit i thought it was before that I thought it was actually Jack the Ripper. Was you guys just tuned in for Jack the Ripper talk? We're about to get I went, into it. <laughs> call me Jack seen, the Ripper. You seen from hell? Jack the Ripper is my favorite uh, baseball player nickname too. You Jack know? Clark. Yep, it's one of the best nicknames of all time. No, I have not seen that. Uh, Johnny Depp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and um, oh, 1888. Okay. It looks like he only. Huh, guess how many people Jack the Ripper killed? Eleven. Five. Five. 
Hmm. <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. And he would have called Coach. them hobos too. Yeah. Are we seeing a reincarnation of Jack the Ripper here with the Kush Coach? Kush. Jack the Kill Coach. Jack the Bong Ripper. <laughs> oh, 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 oh man, we love you too, you ruthless murderer. Um, oh, you want to? It just kind of sparked something. I. Well, uh, went home a little earlier. The fam stayed out. I needed to get some sleep uh, for today because yeah. we have a big day. <laughs> um, uh, ended up staying up later and then not being able to sleep. I guess I was like excited or something. I couldn't sleep. It's crazy. Um, anyway, yeah, I'm watching this shit. What do you know about St. Augustine? A uh, little, probably a lot more 20 years ago. Holy shit, man. Talk to me about Augustine, dog. Uh, Pedro Menendez. That's the, the founding father of America. That's the first guy who he founded St. Augustine the big, in the Florida. The fortress or whatever? Yes, yeah, dude. Okay. I'm with you. So it goes into this whole history. I'm watching one of those shows called The Untold History of the United States of America or, or something to that effect. They didn't find these records on, on some of this shit till 20, 30 years ago. And all of these records are kept in uh, like uh, um, halls and uh, places where you keep documents in Spain. So all these Spanish, um, uh, you know, uh, fuck people who dig up archives. Uh, Archaeologists. Yeah, we're, we're finding out. All, oh, shit. Here's the. The journal of the priest who went with Menendez to Florida, La Florida. It's so funny because in this, it's PBS documentary, and Jen comes home, and I'm like, he must think I am a fucking nerd, nerd dude. I'm like standing at the TV, like Saint Augustine is just a wild. I can't believe I didn't I know did this before. The other night, Urartu, the Lost Kingdom of Urartu. Fucking 48 nerd. minutes, You're Amazon Prime. Nerd. I'd never heard of this joint. Apparently, it I was know. like the fucking... They were considered the king of kings. We're talking about, you know, like uh, in the times of Babylon, like the the uh, Assyrians. Like these were like the northern uh, Afghani uh, lands. And they were constantly at war with the Assyrians. But the shit that they did was like... And I'm like, oh, they were just erased from history. How many? Yep. Of How those stories many are bud erased from fucking that, history? That was the deal. And kings that thought their name would live forever Ever. because of the influence. That's what it says in the in the Spanish diaries. So, uh, shit, I'll get to that part. So Menendez comes to Florida because his son gets shipwrecked off the coast of Florida two years <laughs> before. Okay. Spain is adamant about uh, spreading Catholicism and Christianity everywhere. They think once the New World is all Christian, that once they turn all the natives to Christians, that they would uh, that Jesus could come back, and that the heads of the you know King Philip II he would be the head of the apocalypse when the apocalypse came back, when Jesus came back, that he was going to be it. So I'm like, dude, what a fucking wild world is going on right now in Spain. 
And Spain is also these dudes were legit paladins, like fighting for unreal, God. dude. So that for God with and his they, power behind them. And then they talk about in Spain at the time. There's Africans. There's people from like the Canary Islands. There's the Portuguese. There's French. There's Spain is already kind of becoming this melting pot because of its ports and all these different things. So Pedro Menendez wants to go get his kid. His kid got shipwrecked off the coast of La Florida because they had been traveling to those islands for a while. The Indies, these are in the uh, Indies documentation logs or something. That's how Spain found them. And so it, it's just this whole history of the first, this is, this is 60 years before the Mayflower. So this is going on well before that when he establishes his fort. What happens is Spain says all of the U.S. coastline and the Gulf of Mexico and Mexico, all that shit, that's ours. We planted it. We wrote down on a thing that says we found it. Planted it's ours. Yep. Everybody else, England, uh, <clears throat> uh, France, they're all supposed to say, oh, okay. Well, well guess France, theirs. Guys, yeah. they wrote a note. <laughs> I know. And it's so weird because it's very much, you know, oh, here's how war is documented. And here's a, oh, okay. okay. And so uh, the French set up a colony on there. So what he has to do is he was going there. The king commissioned his trip because he said he was going to spread the word of the Lord. He goes over there. He's trying to find his son. Well, there's sandbars all along the coast of Florida. That's why it was tough for him to get. A lot of people would get shipwrecked off the coast of Florida or they'd go and it'd be fucking hurricane season. And it'd be like, Jesus Christ. So off that coast of Florida, it was hard to kind of get to consistently. They had colonies before that, but the colonies all perished. They didn't have enough. They couldn't plant in the fucking sand and they uh, were walking in the Everglades and shit. So there's like a bunch of bunch of people said, you good luck with La yeah, Florida. Yeah, and luck. it's so funny because I said a PBS. They're like La Florida and they're like St. Augustine or St. Augustine. You know, they would oh, say that in there. I'm like, right. yeah, I, I could yeah, get it. I, I get it. Up, Thank guys. you. Um, so he goes there, and now he has to go squash this fort in uh, that the French. Uh, oh God, it wasn't rally, but it was uh, Rabot. Rabot. So Rabot is there. He's a French. He's like the French equivalent of Menendez because they said Menendez. Nobody could read the wind, the seas. In the sky, <clears throat> like, like Menendez, he, he I just. Had, was, I bet there was a Portuguese. <clears throat> it was just. It was just the the tail. Well, this guy was the French equivalent. Okay. So, he he has a bunch of ships that are going to resupply that that colony. <clears throat> okay. Well, Menendez has to cut them off. Has to beat them there. But then there hits like a bunch of bad weather, so they kind of get delayed. They don't get there until Rabot is already supplied the fort they're kind of screwed so they go south and as they go south Rabot uh starts to follow them well then they they go inland at saint augustine set it up real quick well then it, it's shitty weather again so Rabot has to stop and go back well it's the shitty it's a hurt they think it's either a, a, a hurricane or fuck i forget what the other uh term is for it like a a tour de force or something. They called it something that I'd heard before. So they, they, they said, no one's going to be out in this. It's 60 mile an hour winds. It's raining like crazy. Well, Menendez is like, we're going to go take the fort right now. We're like, if he left and followed us, I bet he took a bunch of dudes from there too. He's probably still out in the ocean right now. Let's go, let's go fuck him up, man. Let's go. So they're crawling through the swamp. They had never seen alligators before. <laughs> 
How many guys do you think they lost at Gators, bud? They had 1,500 people that they were going to try to bring to St. Augustine. 750 either had to go to port or got smashed up in the sea. So they're down to 750, only half the boats. And then when they get to land, and this was supposed to be a colony. So, like, there were beer brewers on board, surgeons, all this stuff. Not that many soldiers. Well, he says, well, it's time, time to fucking soldier up. Right. We're, we're going to go. Well, they catch the French sleeping. They could sneak right up on them because uh, they, uh, the rain was so loud. So they could fucking beat down the fort while they were beating it down. Fucking went in, killed everybody in there. They didn't. They only killed the men. I think the women and the children. Actually, that was like Menendez's thing. Sure, that's sure. That's what they say now. Um, <clears throat> and like they had a bunch of priests because they were like, okay, we're gonna go get the new world. So they end up taking those people back. Well, Rabot's still out in the water. He ends up. They end up somehow capturing him as he's on his way back because like his ship got stuck or some shit. And so he's on his way back. Menendez catches him. And he's like, all right, you know, this is like one of those things where <clears throat> Rabot's like, well, I got all this money. You know, you can let me go and you can have all this money. The French will leave. You've obviously taken the fort. Uh, you know, you can use my men. You, you can capture us. We'll stay because I forget they had a couple hundred men. And Menendez is like having to think, do I murder all these guys or do I take all this wealth, send it back to the crown, figure this shit out, send him away? Well, he's like, no, man, this dude's too fucking good. <clears throat> so he tells him, he's like, nope. So then Rabot writes down on this thing and starts saying this prayer. And he's like, at the end of it, he's like, do with us what you will. You know, it's just like this code, like, hey, dude, I got captured. Yep, that's the game. That's the game. If I would have captured you, I, I'd be putting you in the same fucking position right now. I don't, don't think for a second I wouldn't be slicing your throat because I would. That's, that's kind of the fucking deal. Um, so anyway, so, uh, Menendez sets up this fort in St. Augustine. <clears throat> they make it for a while. They're like living with the natives. Well, 55 years before, uh, the, the Thanksgiving, uh, with the pilgrims, they do a similar thing in Florida with where they, like the yeah, where, where, yeah, where they get together and have a meal and a feast and stuff. So St. Augustine makes it for a little while until, uh, Drake uh what was his name sir walter drake or the the uh english explorer uh shit something drake sir he's a sir now <clears throat> walter sounds right or william sir william drake anyway he was a fucking madman he uh richard drake we're figuring this out francis drake. francis drake <clears throat> so he's a madman and he finally the the queen of england is now starting to you know put the screws on everybody because at that point spain had owned most of the world um okay. so england was like oh hell no so they send this fucking oh war. hell no boy so, y'all enough to done, done it. it so then he's <clears throat> they send drake and Drake goes over and kind of captures, and I think burns St. Augustine to the ground. But they're showing them ex excavating all this shit while they're putting together this story from these papers in Spain. And all of this shit, they're kind of piecing together that they're like, this shit was all before what they teach in every history book yep. everywhere in America, that this is, how, <clears throat> this is how America was founded. And they said it was... England controlling that narrative and oh shit this was the best part since Spain was such a fucking melting pot when they came to set up St. Augustine it was like a multi-racial multilingual <clears throat> it was sport. 
Yes, it was like a place where they said, hey, the, the king of uh, uh, Spain said, hey, anybody who wants to go here, you can have some land and you never have to pay taxes again in your life. So a bunch of people were like, I'm getting the fuck out of here. It's hard to get land in Spain sure. right now. That's what Let's New go Yorkers to this do new now. world. Let's go to the new world, That's baby. what New Yorkers do now, bud. What? There's no state taxes in Florida. See ya. Yeah. She's going to get old enough. I'm out of here. <clears throat> well, that was... Uh... Dude, I'm only on episode... Just started episode two. That's where Drake's running. Dude, I, I love history. That's why I love gangs in New York. I couldn't believe there was a whole time period... Sent you a sneak peek on the table. Still recovering. Love the history lessons. Someone's here. What was that? Uh, it's, it's, it's somebody opening, so it's Jason. Hello? Oh, maybe it's not Jason. I'm not sure who it is. But. Guys, uh, I wanted to clear something up, and I'll bring it up whenever Steve gets back here. You need to work on your PBS voice, though. Deeper, more British, no doubt. Sir David Attenborough would uh, have done that really nicely. Sent you a sneak peek on the table, still recovering. Good luck in your recovering. Everybody throw uh, let's say Saw Dog 1960. Throw him some love. He just had a uh, procedure done and uh, seems to be on the other side of it. So we're going. We're uh, wishing you well and uh, well wishes and prayers in your recovery, my man. Uh, it was an awesome history lesson. Steve will surprise you every now and then, Kush Coach. Guys, I talked about watching a show on prime called urartu uh it's about uh, the lost kingdom and i said earlier that it was in afghanistan and i wanted to correct that it's uh modern day armenia so uh where the assyrians were at just wanted to clear that up how long are you guys going to be at sweet leaf today i believe sweet leaf's going to be rocking and rolling all day long uh i'm pretty sure I, now i can ascertain that uh, Sweet Leaf is going to be open all day long. So you guys come up here. You're going to get a deal on some glass. You're gonna, you need papers and wraps and stuff. You're crazy not to come up here today. Today is the day of all days. You're to come dumb. Get some stuff like that. You need some smoking accessories. You need some vaping accessories. You need just to come and hang out with some people that are part of the community that are just uh, digging your vibe and you're trying to dig on theirs. Come on out to Sweet Leaf and pour him. He's trying to distract us by getting naked in I the know, corner. I know. Jason That's has not gonna no work. pants on That's now. It's not going to work. Steve-o. I was talking about a place called Urartu. Urartu, yeah, yeah. Urartu. Yeah. And it's on Prime. It's about a... I've never you, heard of you'll it. You'll dig it. 58-minute little documentary. Okay. Narrator's a little tough, but I think it's from... He's, you know, uh, I believe he's from the area. Uh, so earlier I told them... From Festus? No, I said, yeah, from Festus. Actually, he <laughs> used to work in this car wash. <laughs> uh, this was the Urartu car it, uh, wash. Earlier I said that it was in the Afghanistan uh, area. I meant You're wrong. I meant the Armenia area. Come on. So here's bud. the deal. I just Armenia is northern Africa? Turkey area. Okay. Yeah. I can't place it in my head. Armenian right now. highlands, Anatolia and Turkey. Present day eastern Anatolia. It's in Turkey. Okay. So, but here's here's I'm sitting here watching this and it's pretty interesting. You're watching these kings. The Assyrians just wreaked havoc in that whole area. Like they just they just own shit. Well, there were all these northern Armenian Are the Assyrians tribes. Syria from Syria? Is that, or is that different? Um, I'm going to see if I can Because <clears throat> I'm not sure if I know where the Assyrians originate from or where they're... It's still uh, pretty much uh, Turkey, it appears, right? It's just southern oh, Turkey. So, so like, where sure. this is at, like, this is the northern Armenian highlands, and it was a bunch of different uh, tribes all throughout there. 
Um, and Armenia was pretty much just mowing through all of these little areas, just crushing these smaller tribes and, and, and enlarging their... It's pretty chilly in here, Yeah, buddy. I know. I got my coat on a whole uh, damn time. <laughs> you did it. I still need that special hash glass. What dude name that blows the glass again? Hey, Jason. Yeah. Yeah, we're live, You're okay. Jason. We're trying to do However, something. However, I'm, I, out I'm not yelling is. at you. I get, we got somebody that has a question here. Okay. So I still need that special oh. hash glass. What's dude's name that blows the glass again? Well, that's Jason, and that's he Jason owns right Sweet there. Leaf Emporium. Yo, come on, He's over come here. Come on, camera, and talk here. about opening up in Festus, bud. Yeah, come on, Put man. Come the on. There he is. There's the guy so, right there. Oh, I got a sour two, isn't it? Yeah, it's sour two. Come on, come bud. On, bud. All right, what Jason, we... tell him about Sweet Leaf. Well, um, we do things, and we make glass, and we sell glass and pipes and other accessories for Heads. You're goddamn right, we do. Hey, he wants a he wants a hash pipe. Yeah, well then I guess One we need to get him a hash pipe. That's not that's a problem. The, that's the Kush coach. He's out in Colorado. Steve talked a bunch of shit on oh him. Said so he's gonna God, fight him. Then he found out he was an MMA pipe. guy. Oh, that's uh, smooth. And he's also just growing medicine, teaching people how to grow and giving medicine away to people. Yeah, he's, he's just pretty much the best kind of person. Steve waves war on I him. I keep trying to fight him. So now him. he's gonna teach us a lesson by commissioning you to make him a piece of hash glass. Yeah, and that's gonna have to happen. He he I'm said on I'm on it. I'm, he said I'm, there I'm has to be. On it. There's a special design though, to a hash. Yes, there open. is. Somebody's open. And I bet you would know it. I got it covered. I bet he knows. This is gonna get exciting. Stay tuned. Oh, they said they can't hear you. Good. You don't want to hear him anyway. Everybody says hi, Jason. What's up, brother? Hi, hey, Jason. Good. He's got he's got Busy stuff day. to do. He's got a grand opening. They said. Here we go. <laughs> Come on up the street. Yeah, dip them nuts in the coffee pot. You're going to get uh, a smoking hot deal on pretty much smoking everything. Smoking hot deal, bud. Smoking hot deals. It's where you come to get uh, not just uh, not tobacco products, right? I saw a sticker out there that said this is not where you get your tobacco products. No, no. This no. is where you get your cannabis. Cannabis this products. Cannabis come on. Products. It's legal here now, guys. Come on. We don't deal with no tobacco products. Not too much. Anymore. I got a special hasp. Hash piece that I'm looking for. Three holes on top around the top of the bowl instead, instead of, of one, one on in the bottom. bottom. Do you know what that means? You can draw it yeah. up. Can you draw one up? Yeah, Coach draw Coach. it up, send it in. Yeah, Coach send Coach. it to email. Oh, draw what do you want us to do for you here, Coach Coach? You want us to do the whole thing? Do you, do you have any dreams that you aspire to? Why is this our problem now, bud? Why don't you draw it out and give it in to Jason? Oh, you yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you talk shit to him. I like you, Coach Coach. This guy's the one who's always had the problem That's with you. Right. I told him, I said, Steve, get him. Yeah, yeah. Get him. Okay, Kush Coach line. Kush Coach line of hash pipes here at Sweet Leaf because I've seen what I've seen what can be done with the trimmings to make hash. Dude, there was a and hash if you're coin. growing your own. There was a hash coin here the other day. I, I it took it took every it took everything that I could to just not just bite that bite that little right medallion. Now. It looked like a little, little Girl cookie Scout cookie, <laughs> a little, little hash medallion. I wanted to put it in a hookah. Could you imagine that? Like a hookah puck for the rest of time. Oh, the coach coach line. I support this. People are into that. I can do that. I love that idea. I got it. I got it there. Saw dog. I see. 
Oh. Saw dog? Oh. You got someone named Saw Dog on here? That oh is cool God, as dude. shit. Look at this thing. Get the fuck out of here. Dan, I'm gonna throw that up so uh Look at that an fucking idea. thing. Dude, bud. that is unbelievable. Like that we're not worried about it. <laughs> we're not worried We're gonna that. we're gonna solve Dan, how are you feeling? We're gonna solve he I gave out uh, while you were in there, I said everybody throw some good vibes, prayers, good uh intention towards our buddy Dan, uh, who just went through some uh <laughs> who just went through some uh, uh, a pretty major surgery and he seems to be on the other side and everything's going well, so can't wait to see you, buddy. And what you just sent us a picture of, it's not only is it one of the most badass things I've ever seen, it's, it's also just unique it's also just seen. humbling too that that you're doing this for for the group, for the people, for us. I'm very, very appreciative of you. Can't wait to see it, man. Oh, dude, dude look, too. look at that thing. Dude, I uh, I can't look I'm, I'm, at should that. Should I throw it on thing. the screen? Or nah. Maybe that one's just for us, huh, Dan? We won't share that until, yeah. it's, until it's ready. Yeah, to share. dude. Because holy sh! Look at the inlay. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm. I'm fucking. <laughs> Only a sneak peek. All right, good, 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 good. good. Oh shit. Okay, I'm into it. Oh my god. So I'm watching. This. I can't have anything that nice. I'm watching I... this. Yeah, our kids are not allowed in the studio. Any, all, ever. Our, our ever. kids can't ever come here anymore. Armenia. Azerbaijan. Oh, I, I would have thought you would have known that because uh, that's where Boris is pretty close to this. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know that. Where was he from? Georgia. Georgia. He's from Georgia. Georgia. So, Turkey. A, a serious Turkey. Black Sea, Caspian yeah, Sea. Okay. Area. So, Southern Russia. The northern, the highlands of uh, Armenia have all these different tribes. The Scottish Assyria. Highlands. And Assyria is just mowing through these tribes. So, eventually, they're like, we got to fucking band together and fight this back. And. Uh, they all come together. The first uh, they all came together. Well, yeah, the team that comes together wins <laughs> together. Um, <laughs> they they come together. They stop Assyria in their tracks. Assyria, and then and then a, a kingdom is is born of it, which is Urartu, and it's the it's the northern Armenian highlands. Well, in that, like there, like there's a bunch of back and forth between them and the Assyrians. Assyrians pushed them back, and then. Uh, and took in a bunch of them, and then the next dynasty. You know, some kings were were builders, and some were warriors. You know, and typically in like these times of peace, they would oversee these times of peace. Well, then Assyria would, you know, they would at, in that time they'd be building their forces, trying to plan takeaway. But then all of a sudden, Urartu, the next king, would be forced to be like a commander warrior king. Gotcha. You know, so it's just this constant, cyclical, constant back and forth. But it's growing at like it's just growing at an incredible rate. This whole thing, every the one king, as he's uh, pretty much mowing through a bunch of Assyria, he's uh, you know he's taking them on the offense. Well, then the next king, he's building castle cities all throughout the highlands. So it's just it's. It, Are we like in mountains? Is it like in mountains and shit? Um, I think it's pretty fertile. Pretty fertile land. So I like mean, hills, it's, yeah, like I mean, it's yeah, like yeah. Scottish Highlands. Sure, or like I those... would think so. But I mean, probably. A similar is that what a highland yeah. is though like you know what i mean like, i think in this particular instance it's the northern part of armenia probably mountainous in turkey if i had to guess that's yeah. what i was thinking because yeah, the think so. caucus mountains look like they weren't too Caucuses far above it so yeah. yeah you're leading up into the mountains. i mean i'm sure that is some of the most beautiful land of all time and the history from around there yep. holy shit man it's the coolest dude tell me more well, 
so as they're as they're going through it, we talked about how how many things have we uh, have we forgotten? You know, uh, so many once great cities have now become insignificant, and those that in my time have been powerful and had been void before. Since I know that human happiness is changeable, I will equally mention every one of them. Thus, one of the fathers of world's historiography, Herodotus, has spoken of great cities. It's hard to disagree with them. Rome was a city that played a huge role in the ancient world, in the Middle Ages, and in modern times. According to Roman mythology, the city was founded by twin brothers, Romulus and Remus, the sons of God, Mars, around 750 B.C. The city was named in honor of Romulus. Any tourist who visits Rome has the opportunity to enjoy artifacts. They cannot hold back, hold back themselves from asking if there are cities even more ancient than Rome. So Rome is, I mean, Athens, right? Like, Athens would be older than Rome, wouldn't it? Yeah. I would think. The oldest, Rome was named after Romulus? Yeah, Romulus and Remus. They, Damn, they yeah, no, I know that's, I did that never tea. put that together. Uh, never. That's what was interesting, like, going back and watching Rome and then having gotten into uh, politics a little bit more after I... Uh, had you know years after I watched that show, and I remember like one of the guys being like, "Oh, I'm a, I'm a Catonian." So like, there Cato was in the was in the Senate, and Cato was like this, you know, super um, uh, almost contrarian, like always arguing for uh, the 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 minority, the liberty of the modern man, and so like sure. that has. Now we have the Cato Institute, which is like a libertarian think tank, typically online, but. Then I, when I went back and rewatched Rome, I'm like, he's a Catonian. He's Ca- he's a student gotcha. of Cato. Oh, gotcha. like it's, you know, like it's interesting it to together. see see those things come together. Well, when when was Constantine? Because was it that was Istanbul uh, in Turkey in that same area? I mean, what what time is this happening? So so <coughs> this is taking place. Yeah, Constantine wasn't until 380. Okay. So. Um, so they're saying so, that Rome, when was Athens? Athens would be like, I mean, I feel like it gets there you a lot go. of 508 BC. So Rome is considered the oldest city. Okay. Standing city at 750. Okay. So, well, so that's what so I'm thinking. 250 I, years. If you would have asked me what's the oldest city in the world, I would uh, have said Athens or Rome. Yeah. yeah. No, sir. It's in Armenia, and it's a, a city called Yerevan. And it was a capital city in the Urartu Armenian Highlands. Damn. And it's the oldest, uh, the oldest city in the world. Is it Washington? Of course not. Maybe Paris, London, Berlin, Moscow. These cities are too young. Maybe ancient Rome maps will help answering the question. Today's well, capital of Armenia is Yerevan. Cuneiform inscriptions about the city are well perform, uh, preserved. Th- that was what was really cool. These people were walking through these kind of almost barren lands now and this guy stumbles upon this wall that used to be a fortress wall but on these massive fortress walls they had tiny little writing cuneiform yeah. that covered the entire fucking wall of the city so like and some of this was so well preserved that you're getting like a lot like a ton of uh historical context it was just found like not too long ago. I always think there were some historians who were like, "Yeah, I saw a dog today." Like just like a weirdo historian not writing down anything important. Like the milk that came from the cow was delicious this morning, and they're like, <laughs> "This is what 
Well, I fucking spent years learning cuneiform to hear this bobo's fucking thoughts on the world. Go to India or China for the oldest standing. That's cities, what I was no actually doubt. thinking. They're I was actually thinking Cairo. maybe China or or even Cahokia, the mound city. Like, uh, when do they date that back to? Because they said that was the biggest city in the world. Some people think at one point the fertile area here where the uh, Missouri meets Mississippi here, and then on the other side, Cahokia. Yeah, that's when it was founded by Quebec. By Quebec. yeah, French. Uh, the mound builders, the Cahokia mound builders. There's a whole deal about it. That's uh, what. That's what. Mm, Ten fifty. Oh, okay. So not that old. All right. So oldest city in the world. Jericho. Hmm. Because it's like, what what are they constituting a city? Yeah, I don't know. You know, what are they using as its as its measurement to say what th- this was a city? Because you know, I mean, I don't know. I really want to go to that area and just see Dude, the most history. of them are there in the Fertile Crescent, Dude, right? Yeah, for Damascus sure. Damascus and Syria, and you got Athens, Greece, but uh, Sidon, Lebanon, Lebanon, uh, Ray, Iran, Jerusalem, Jerusalem, Israel. Uh, Fayum, Egypt, founded around 4,000 BC. Wonder if this is just kind of too because of just what history we have. You know? Yeah. Ooh, Bulgaria, and it's interesting to think. Uh, what was the? Uh, I mean, what was in the Library of Alexandria? You know, like what kind of oh, shit got lost in that? And how many times has that happened before? where people were trying to keep some sort of record of shit and some wild card comes out of nowhere and is like, whoosh. <laughs> there goes fucking everything. Everything. Just some dude. bumbling dickhead. Just, a, just an asshole, man. Yeah. Just, and that's all it takes. And nobody remembered his name. I oh, know he's a fuckhead. No one was remember. And what's so crazy is it's years and years and hours and hours of writings and stories put together, like the culmination of man hours and woman hours that put all this stuff together. <laughs> and one guy could go, yeah, let me fucking put a little uh, uh, accelerant on there and set it ablaze, baby. It's like 14 minutes later, it's all gone. That that'll teach you something. That'll teach you something about life, the impermanence of everything. That'll that'll teach you a little something about it. You're gonna laugh at this. Uh, I just said, they're all gonna laugh at you. <laughs> Who burned the Library of Alexandria? Nobody's gonna remember his oh, name. Oh shit! <laughs> Nobody's gonna remember his name. Julius Caesar. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Nobody remembers him. He was the first one to be blamed. Uh, I'm sure it wasn't Caesar him. was cut off by a large fleet of Egyptian boats in the harbor of Alexandria. He ordered the boats to be burned. Yeah, no, it was another dickhead that set the fire, probably. So Rome was in jail. Fuck yeah, dude. Jason, you, you're now just filled up with a bunch of our shit in your storeroom, bud. Yeah, we filled that. It's his stuff, dude. It's, no, it's the not. Kohler fucking garage sale right there. Steve's wig collection. Yep. Oh, that's that your that? office? <laughs> I thought this was your office. Yeah, we just got to get this out of here. We got pictures of the table. We can't talk to a guy off camera the whole through time. The window, we, can't the to, we can't talk to him. We can't talk to him. You need monitors out there and then a, and then a video monitor. 
Well, we had the projector out there. How about a mic we could turn on and off out, out there so people <laughs> yeah, can come definitely. in and give confessions? Nope. So oh, confessional. You get a full video screen of this outside or in the window. Just this. You don't need all this shit, but you do need, unless you want this, that'd be cool too. Yeah, we don't know. So the, I love it. Well, you would, have to, you would have to tune in. You'd have to just put it on YouTube. We're streaming right yeah, now. Yeah, wherever there's a way to you catch the show. You can plug projector on in right now to the computer and stream, and stream our show on the Right wall. there. That's there what you. I'm talking about. There yeah. we go. People can see what you're What's going on back here? There'll be a delay up there. Yeah, there'll be a slight delay. Yeah, you Oh, look, yeah, yeah. You, you look, look much more business-like. Get over here. Show everybody. Show everybody. Come on. It's funny. <laughs> That's what the wigs are for, bud. That's what the wigs are for, making people laugh. Oh, uh, actually, this is uh, Richard Long, <laughs> Jason's brother, Jason's brother, Richard. He's running for Congress. Yeah. Yeah. Don't you dare call him Dick, though. <laughs> no. cool Dick idea. Long, baby. <laughs> <laughs> That's a sweet ass dude. It's my favorite one. It's my favorite. Uh, I wrote that in the, uh, for the Greek nostalgia. So that's what's going to happen in the culmination of human knowledge that we find fit to pour into the information black hole known as the Internet. I was just thinking that, DC dollar bag. I was just thinking that. How long will Jason be in Festus today? I assume all day. I think all day, yeah. I assume all day. We got, we're getting it ready. It. We're getting going, it ready. He's going hard. Um, guys, thank you for joining us on Twitch. We are going to be over. You want to come on the show for a minute? All right. Announce yourself. Does Jason make any of this? Cause he has no control. We, Craig and I have control over this. Room. What's up? I'm Nick. I work at Sweet Leaf. That's me. Nick, you're going to help some people out today, bud. Oh yeah. I help people out every day. <laughs> what's so your, what's your favorite part about working at Sweet Leaf? It's definitely the people and the environment. Get up on that bad boy. You can't you can't get a better vibe than you get at Sweet Leaf. I mean, it's just unmatched. What's your favorite color? Green. What's your favorite food? Ooh, probably breakfast food. Any breakfast food. One one last. Oh, go ahead. Give him. I'm gonna gonna lead into your fucking bomb. Okay, that's we're gradually working up. What song you want played at your funeral? Holy cow. That's a hardball. Yeah, I mean, kick it up with the pizza. I mean, what <laughs> favorite foods and Steve's stuff? Gonna, Steve's going to kick you off the I got the biggest a question for you. So this one you can just pick, like, we will rock you. <laughs> we will rock you? <laughs> everybody. Yeah. Everybody. Yeah, that would be the funeral song. There you go. That'd be nice. Bloody <laughs> He's bloody. They oh didn't even clean no, him up. No, they didn't clean him up. That means you're gonna have a horrible demise, is what he's getting at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. probably beaten to death. As long as they rock me. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's fair right. enough. They're rocking him in. They're yeah. holding him by his arms yeah. away, just getting ready to throw him yeah, in. Yeah, and then just into a funeral a pyre. Oh, just a ditch. <laughs> right at the burn end. Him. Uh, just what? throw me in right at the end of the one song, and then it'll play out the "We Are the yep. Champions." All right, enough procrastinating. Like What's your song? I, I really don't know. Okay. I never thought about it that hard. Well, I got the real question for him. Here, I got the real question that everybody wants to know. What's the best animal? Oh, man. You Probably put all the lion. animals in a... Oh, that's a lion. That's not bad. I can appreciate that. It's not bad. We usually yell at people. 
I Usually you yell at people. I can appreciate that. I mean, it's not even. I mean, it's not even the. It's not even the apex. Well, I mean, you can't. It's not even the apex cat. Your dog is the best animal to you, but I'm trying to think of the best animal. Your dog's fucking food to my Bengal tiger. All right, so. And some assholes will be like the bee, because without the bees, we wouldn't. We wouldn't even be here. Yeah. The mosquito, because without them, we wouldn't be able to keep our population cold enough. I think the bees are making it. Guys, come up. We've got a studio audience today. We got a studio audience out there. You can come watch us through the window. We got Nick here. Nick, thanks for joining the show today. Nick is a special little treat. He is. If you get to meet Nick, you're going to have a good day. That's all I'm saying. If you meet Nick, you're going to have a good time. And he was right. He was talking about the Sweetly vibe. That's what we're doing here today. We're going to all put Jason, out the vibe. Jason, we got a picture of the hash pipe. We're going to all put out the vibe. We got a picture. Oh, he drew the picture. He drew, <laughs> he drew, he the, drew the picture. I'll put can it on. Can you throw that up on the screen? Here, it's, uh, yes, I can. Well, he is, give me a Jason second. can come over. Oh, give me one no. second. All right, guys. We just want to tell you, Sweetleaf Festus, it's uh, 1100 Shapiro. It's right behind the Waffle House. And guess what? There's a Lowe's back there. You can go get your knickknacks. And then you can go to Waffle House, and then you can come here. It's a nice little trio. There's a Ruby Tuesday right here, too, which has delicious salads. So I hear. I don't know. I'm too busy. Uh, it's, an, it's an endless bar. It's an endless salad bar? Right you didn't up. tell me that. All right, so, watch this guy. On, this guy is dumb. Throw it over to uh, Throw it over. Throw it over to Throw it to you, bud. To me? You're on it? He's on it. He's on it this weekend, Kush Coach. You saw it? Oh, this oh, Kush coach. He's just wait, it, man. Ooh, He's on it, shit. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. What's the thirty-one uh... percent <laughs> uh, off everything here today? I think that means you're uh... only play, paying sixty-nine percent of retail. Okay, that's 69. perverted. <laughs> that's, that's perverted. Okay, guys, we're a bunch of perverts up here. We're gonna do fun stuff. I can't wait. I'm gonna be here. I'm gonna be here till midnight tonight. Okay. I just, I just, no, I'm probably not. I'm probably not gonna be here till midnight. I got. Okay, yeah, got it seems that seems like a you know pretty, pretty big. Uh... I just sent a picture of the pipe, Craig. Let's see this. Oh, he probably doesn't want his his idea out there. He probably doesn't want his idea out there, man. Fuck. He probably doesn't want fuck. his idea out there. Fuck. All right. Well, so everybody has an idea. Yeah, right. Everybody has an idea. see I'm not sure how the bottom works. It says no. No hole. No, no holes on the bottom. It says no holes. <laughs> Could you imagine? I get it. It's just like the top of a fucking uh, a, those old da- iron dab rigs. The very first ones the old just bangers. had three. Ha- yeah, and you just put your dab on that in the middle, and it pulls and down it through. just pulls down through. So yeah. he's gonna get that super I, hot. I got that. I'm just trying to figure out what this part is with no hole, or is this like just a straight this through? This is a pipe. Just a, this. Yeah. Oh, there's no holes on the bottom. Uh, yeah. He's circling where there's no, no holes. holes. Yeah. Very good. I'm with it. Wait, then where's yeah, the... Yeah, it, how's it pulling through? Oh, these are on through the outside. Here, right? Those yeah. are on the yeah, outside of that. Okay. Interesting. I dig it. Interesting. Oh, it's not his idea. Oh, yeah, we'll show the shit out of it then. I don't know. Yeah. I don't care. I'll do what I want anyway. <laughs> <laughs> you want your fucking IP... Pro- you want your IP protected, bud? <laughs> Guys, we're having a good time up here today, learning all about history and having a great time. You want to come see the studio? You want to come hang out with these guys? 
Look at these guys. Look at these guys' faces. Don't you want to hang out? Come on, man. Let's hang out. We never hang out anymore. So it's not even... Uh, I, I, was, I was wondering why they said Yerevan. And if you look at it, it says a capital older than Rome. And it, so I was thinking maybe it's just capitals, right? Maybe it's the oldest capital city that's remained the capital. Are you just spreading lies is what's happening here? No, that's what they said on the deal. And it even says it here, a capital older than Rome. But it's clickbait, bud. You just got... You just but got, Damascus, dude. Come on. <clears throat> you got yeeted by, uh, by clickbait. <laughs> yeeted, bud. I got yeeted. <laughs> you just got yeeted. I don't know. You're playing video games. I figure you'd know what yeet Oh, I know. Means. I know what fucking yeet means, bud. <laughs> you just got yeeted, bud. It's that time, bud. Let's, uh, let's talk to him about... And... There's no fucking <laughs> desktop audio on. Oh. Hold on. Let's try that again. Oh. That was weird out of all the things we did. That was weird. <laughs> yeah, that was weird. Here's the line. Yep. Here's everything we've ever done. Here is a circular dance while doing the fucking over-the-top grasp. Yep. A little weird for me. <laughs> that was, that's what did it. A little weird for that's me. Uh, on the other side of the break, we're going to hear from... Uh, uh, Ms. Marcus. <laughs> We're hearing from Adam, Adam, and Bo. And Lefty make rectum wrecker. <laughs> well, that's just how you get started. <laughs> and you want to get a fucking well, that, widespread when you get in there. Well, that's kinda... just how you get started. <laughs> it all depends. Are on you going to punch your beef? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Are you gonna punch your own beanbag for the third hour, like you said you were going to? I love, I love a good shot to the nuts. <laughs> I know. I thought you were gonna. I would have never thought that that video that you showed me that one time would have opened my <laughs> eyes to such a glorious world. <laughs> we're gonna show that video. We'll show it to Jason today, and we'll record his. We his have Let's to do, do that. We'll do it today. Can we do it live, like at the end of the hour, at the end of the third hour? Like, just show it to yeah. him and let him yeah, react live on camera. I don't know if that's a good idea. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I know. I think we should, actually. I think we ought to. Um, but here, I figure you'd sit right here. Just mopping your beef. You sit right here. <laughs> mopping the beef. I forgot about that. Remember, remember this? Hey. You put your butt cheeks right here. Yeah. And you're facing this way. And then uh, <laughs> Nick holds one leg. Jason holds the other. Okay. So now, and you're trying to do like a crunch, right? So they're stretching yeah. you out. I'm in a pike. And I'm just going <laughs> on your nutsack. <laughs> well, I came Speed with the very thought of it. Speed bag. Uh, on the other side of the break, we're going to get an awesome reaction out of Jason. Guys, get up to Sweet Leaf. Get yourself a new little, a little dance beat. Has me Pavlov trained. I was in the other room and smiled. I knew it was a dance party. That's dance. tremendous. Damn, I turned it off again. Well, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Oh, I was trying to prepare for the commercial break. I know, sorry. I fucked you. On the other side of the break, uh, it's sex, drugs, and rock and roll, baby. Take off your coat and stay you a while, come on Steve. Up Sweet Leaf Shut today, up, dude. You coming up Sweet Leaf today, dude. Dennison <laughs> sent me a video of his dad's Roadrunner, and I about... Yeah. Came. I about... Yeah. <laughs> we got a... <laughs> We got a uh, segment that's going to come up where we get a a live reaction from Jason as we show him one of the most traumatizing videos there is on the entire internet. Uh, This is Hoosier Sophisticate, and these are our sponsors. You should spend money with them. We'll be back in five minutes. Oh, hey. It's Adam McChesney with Ms. Marketing. We specialize in lead generation, filling your pipeline, and taking care of your payments. Give us a call today. Adam from Ms. Marketing took me from 10 leads to 300 leads in a month, and I became the strongest boy in the schoolyard. He increased the revenue for my uh, fit charter fishing business by 30% in one month. Ms. Marketing. What was that Facebook algorithm? What was that Instagram? Ms. Marketing. I know it's late, baby, but you got me thinking about my dream home. Yeah, girl, you know, Bungeon Property Group doesn't just sell houses, they sell dreams. You know when the best time to talk about dreams is? In the middle of the night. That's why Bungeon Property Group is famously open 24 hours a day, so you can whisper sweet nothings in the middle of the night. Oh yeah. Tell me all your dreams of white picket fences, in-ground pools, and I'll find them for you. Gentle proximity to nice parks. Walking distance to the grocery store. Easy access to the highways. A place where you can offer a quality education to your children. All while feeling safe in your front yard while they're playing. Let me talk that dream house talk to you. Let me be your dream realtor. Smoke a little weed, boy. I want to grow some trees, boy. When I grow all the weed that I smoke, and I blow all the trees that he grows, and I smoke all the weed that I grow, and I grow all the trees that he smokes. Well, I'm growing and I'm smoking. So I go see Bo. And I'll smoke what I grow, yeah. Grow at your solution. And I'm growing the hydro. Oh, no. Oh! Uh-huh.
might have been live there for a minute. I was nodding at you because that was comedy gold. Bo know how to grow. Bo know how to grow. Bo know how to grow. Bo no. Somebody told me that was their favorite song. Uh, okay. Like I mean, ever, we did like it. Favorite song well, ever. We did it in 18 seconds. We, we, we did it we in shorter it time than goof. it took to actually record it. We did it as a goof. Five minutes before a show. When we first met Bo, to tell him... To, like as a joke of how great we are at commercial writing, and then we were gonna blow That's his, and then we were gonna blow his yeah, doors off a with real a one. good one. Yeah, and he's like, good. "Dude, I'm gonna play this in the shop I'll play this all the time." <laughs> he you does not play. talk like that though. You at could, all. No, he does not get like. He does not. I, I've never seen Bo anywhere, but right here. But my stepdad thinks the Madman video. Is the funniest shit in the world. He's watched it like three times. My stepdad goes, Man, when you're like, uh, I'm gonna lights camera action. Yeah, I laugh my ass off. I'm gonna grow the best cannabis in all the land or whatever. And Bo goes, Uh, okay. Yeah. I hope you do. <laughs> he like he's old school comedy. He no likes doubt. that. Oh, one Back guy board, is yep. wild as hell, and the other guy, you couldn't, you could tell him his fucking pants are on fire. Sure. And he'd say, Oh, I should probably put those out, man. I should probably put those out, man. He's just fucking cool, dude. Just fucking even keel cool. And I'm like, Ah! And then I'm crying. <laughs> and then I'm like, This fucking. R-. I got range, is what I'm saying. I got range. Big range. What's up, Herfy? I want you to pull that video up just to get it queued up. You do? For. <laughs> what was that? Ministry of Silly Walks. <laughs> was that? Uh, you were hacky sagging. It was a little hacky, like a little jester action. Huh? You want me to pull up that video? I want just like I got it on. I Q. want to get Jason back, and I know you don't have it on cue, and I know it's going to take you a minute yeah, I to do, do it. it on cue. I got that. So I just want to make sure that. Oh <sighs> man, I saw that table you again. Have some time to do it. <sighs> because Fuck. we've threatened to do this with many people. Yes, we have. We can have Nick and I'll him. Never forget, Josh Loftus had me show. He wanted me to show it to Ashley Markham. <laughs> no, he did. Yes, he did. No, he did. No, he did. No, he did. We were at a. Uh, you can't do that. Show. We were at an art show down uh, in Soulard put on by uh, our buddy uh, Alex Green. Can't do that. And I walk in, and he's like, I showed it to him. That's right here. Got it. Found it. He's having a good laugh. 
Let's show it to him right now. A good laugh. And he's like, you got to show this to Ashley. I go, I do not no, have to show no, that. No, to, yeah, I, I'm know, never no showing orders, no. that to Ashley. You Josh, can never it's not look. happening. I love you, bud. I don't want you to show it to her. No, you can't. I don't care how close yeah. you don't do this. Yeah. This is not what this is meant for. It's not what this video is but meant for. But I'll tell you what. You and I watching it mm. in your living room while both of our wives Crying. present. Crying, crawling, oh, trying to like crawl away from the video, but not really being able to look away because it was one of the most fascinating things we've ever seen. Let's and take a oh, go ahead, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, uh, let's take a vote on how do we think they'll react. I think Nick, being a young pup, he's gonna be blown away. I think he's gonna. I think Jason might not even Jason's flinch. Not I don't think he's gonna blink. He's just gonna be like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm into it. Yeah, I know. That's what's gonna happen. I was thinking that. So let's bring him in here, guys. So I, do we give them a idea of what happens in this video? We're just gonna tell them. We want you to just watch our video. Yeah. It's a reaction video, right? And what I'm saying is, the people at home, do we give them an idea of what's happening? If you want an idea of what's happening, hit us up on our Discord server. Hit us we up. Probably have it sent to you. Hit us up on the Discord server. It's, I mean, it's something. It's something. And, and we don't kink shame is the deal. So it is, uh, I, I think you could consider it pornographic, but I'm not. You, it's, it's pornographic. But it's also just, it's something. It's really something. So if you'll remember, uh, the, and it's not like the same kind of speed as two girls, one cup, but it's the same kind of shock value. Uh, and so what we wanted, what we threatened to do for a long time, there was a lot of reaction videos to like two girls, one cup, and this is kind of a similar situation. So what's going to happen is, is we're going to have Steve, you, the guy's going to step on camera here. Hello. What we're going to do is it's a reaction video. We got Nick and Jason here. We're going to show them a video on my phone. You, you can hear the audio of it. I think. Yeah. yeah you can I think hear that's the audio okay. of it. But we're going to get, I just want to get your guys' honest reactions to it. You guys don't have any idea what we're about to show you. No. Um, just what you're, feel free to be vocal about how you're feeling inside about the video, how it makes you feel. Um, you want to you just let them stand here and we'll just kind of. Uh, no, I'm going to stand right next to them. I'm going to stand okay. right next to them. All right, here we go. Step on up you here. Wanna, go ahead and you want to get ready? You're going to blow your mind. It's a minute and three seconds long. I'll hold it right here. No, I'm gonna put it in the microphone. Oh, I just loved it. I just double tapped it and loved it. Son of a bitch. Oh, you know, 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 you know,
10 what do you guys is give this it? the video of the girl beating the shit out of the dude's ball sack <laughs> yeah, yeah she nailed it she nailed, <laughs> nailed it nailed it oh thank you so guys seen it <laughs> yeah. oh you're a fan <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> she knows that reaction i remember those sounds quite vividly yeah. dude uh, every time the video ends with her oh picking the dude God. up I laugh so hard that I almost pa- like like uh, so hard that like I black out for a second and I'm like mm. we were wrong. Jason had more of a reaction. Jason had the reaction. That yeah, was, was, we figured that was, was yeah, a, it's like yeah, it's his screen. A still image of the last part is yeah. Nick's screensaver. Dude, when she gets the, when she gets the when she gets like the perfect flip on the soccer kick. That's how I broke that little girl's arm. Sure. I perfect. You hit a laser so little flip to bang. Yeah, dude. And dude, she's not powerful. She's not a pixie. Powerful she's an woman. Amazon bud. Powerful woman. Thank you guys for being a Thank part of it. Thank you for being a part of it. Thank you. A nice little stretch on it. I doubt you could ever do that. I mean, his his scrot looked. He's the toughest guy in the world. He's the toughest man in the world. Like Stretch Armstrong. Like he's she's got a. It looked like taffy. She's pulling him up there, man. She fucking went ahead and needed it for a while. He's. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Uh, it's totally one and the same. And I will say this, like, I would have never thought my initial reaction to that video to what it's gotten me into now. Like, I'm into it. Oh, shut up. Tie it up, no, punch no, him around, No, bud. you, you even get, no. Uh, hit it with a fucking hook. No, nuh-uh. Do it. Uh-uh, stay up. If you're not going to delicately lick them, stay away from no. them. No, I, I nope. give him a fucking uh-uh. give him a nice uh-uh. little uh-uh. Newton's cradle. Him. Nope. Give do him a Newton's cradle. Do not do that. Just drop the one. Bite him. Sure. Chew on him. I hope. <laughs> if we're lucky. Nope. Sure. Nope. Hey, good morning, good morning. Uh, SDL Mike. <laughs> you gotta bruise him a little. You get it, Herf. That you video it, hurts bud. me, and I don't even have. <laughs> you balls. get it. You just got it. I, I'm hard to argue with Herfy. Hard to argue with. Herfie's the biggest. I've seriously, Herfie. I've graduated Herfie. to where that one almost bones me up. Now it got a little awkward Shut with all you guys, up. with all you guys sitting there watching it. <laughs> it, it, you're to the point where someone taking a just a vigorous ball beating, yeah, bones you up a little bit. Yeah, I always thought I'd get there a little bit. Yeah, it's, it's, it's just a like natural, it's a natural. Yeah, progression. I was 14 and two girls kissed. And I thought the tip of my penis oh, was going to explode, explode off my explode. body. It's going to take off like a rocket. Like, just like I ate gluten. A bottle rocket. Yep. It was taking off, like going up to the sky. Two girls kissing. Yeah. Now. Wild things. Now, if two girls were kissing on the street, I'd go. <laughs> Looking across the street, is that hobo taking a shit? 
gals are sitting yeah, oh, yeah, the gals right. are sitting over there. <laughs> oh. 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 That's loose. We are still. Oh. This is like. Interesting stuff. Guys, interesting stuff, guys. Are you going to come up here and see Nick? You're probably going to end up basically stealing a glass piece. Yeah. Do you want to maybe adopt Nick? I love once in a while. I get it. We, I think they're adopting Nick today, too. So you can oh, uh, you can adopt Nick. It's about time someone did. It's like adopt a puppy, you, adopt you know, a Nicky. Yeah, you can silent. Oh, that's not a bad, not a bad deal. deal. We're auction. auctioning off Nick's sweet ass today. Oh, okay. yeah, 31% so, off that ass. Yeah, you're only paying oh, 69% for his little ass. Yeah. You might have to get up here quick because I better, might be uh, buying that. Girl. I got a cheeseburger oh, of cash yeah. in my pocket, bud. Oh, 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 oh. I'm buying them up today. Let's start the bidding at three fifty. <laughs> Well, we're gonna move. Oh guys. man, it's gonna move up. Like I, we're just trying to. We're listening. You have to let everybody know they have a chance. So like the, the lowest of the low can bet a couple pennies. You're gonna end up selling for maybe a couple hundred pennies. It's Black Friday. Hey, Black Friday prizes. Let's go here at Festus. Who's gonna come up and see us today? Who do you Who's gonna be, be the, the first, first one? Because we're giving them something. Yeah. We're getting one of these. Fucking and knuckle sandwich. Maybe a piece of merch. We'll give you a piece of who? First, 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 really? first. Yeah, sure. First. Yeah, uh, we'll give you a piece of merch. It's it's winter time. We got a lot of uh, uh, knit caps. We got a lot of yeah, wool. I got I got winter uh, hats. I got some of those KC ones and Mizzou ones. We're not giving those away. We're, We're not the blues and the okay. reds and the browns. Well, I like the browns a lot. We got a bunch of them. I like those, those. are the overs. We got some oversized beanies. We got regular sized beanies. We got uh, with the little cup. tiny beanies. Pom-pom beanies. We, we got, got beanies. I might come up later. All right, Dennison. Oh, we'll see who the first one is. Steve, have you had a super positive experience with Delta 8 yet? No. Because I have. I do that shit. If you eat 100 milligrams of Delta 8, if you eat 100 milligrams, you're going to be stoned, bud. Bet you will. Bet you will. I uh, I accidentally ate 100 milligrams. I'm from the Show Me State, buddy. Fred, what the fuck? Man? We got to show me myself. Hey, Jason, can you blow us an ashtray? Shut up, dude. Now he's going to quit with me. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Yeah, you don't need to blow it, but, you know. Don't listen to Let's him. Mold Don't something. listen to him. Man. Let's do it. I got ashtrays. I saw house. a really cool piece of glass art. Uh, I got to show you uh, later on. It's really neat. Really cool. Butt plug. No, it was it was a bunch of it was a bunch of color rods that were all melted into a loaf, and then when they sliced this fucking loaf, there was this Renaissance style painting on the inside of it. It's pretty bitch. I think you'll dig it. It's pretty bitch. He says, "Who are you, my wait, wait, dad?" Wait, 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 wait. Are you talking about? I don't know what the hell you're talking about. Listen, look, that up. look what yeah, up. he doesn't know. Hey, What's drop, it called? What you, drop what you're doing and make Craig a. Uh, we need Lauren L O R E N. Stomp. Marini. Yeah. That's the one. Look at you go. Dude, those are cool as shit, man. That's a pretty Lauren awesome Stump. Low, low That's what's, yeah, somebody posted it. Fucking look, sliced out of the loaf, bud. Loaf. 
It's a glass and loaf, dude. You're such I own some of his artwork, actually. It's down in Farmington. How about that? Okay. Yeah. That's cool as shit. You got one of those? Oh, no, heavens, no. Oh, no. God. <laughs> Are those the pieces that you pull out? And, uh, yes, sir, you seem like, well, yeah, because there's other people that I know. One of mine is Malachi. He does a lot of, of really great artwork for me. And I'll throw it up. Other people, too. He's those amazing. are nuts. They're all. That is super cool, dude. Yeah. We'll get into more detail. That nice. is super cool. I'd love to help you guys learn some more about that. Uh, okay. I wish you would. It's a, I know a lot about it, obviously. Our conversation table's almost here. And then you can I, have this. Sweet. Don't. Don't. Sweet, man. Oh, guess what we just did? Reached a hundred That shit up, it's insane. Look at this, guys. Insane in the membrane. That is glass. Why don't you uh, expand it a little bit? Can you, do that? you want me to get bigger on it? Yeah. I can do that. Press that control. No, because you can't press control when you're in the. Uh... Oh, never mind then. Sorry, bud. I didn't think. Uh, sorry. I thought. Sorry, bud. I mean, there are ways, bud. <laughs> there are ways. Oh, Look at that, dude. When you talk to me like I'm a fucking child. <clears throat> Those are just melted color rods. Man, can you believe it? No, I really can't. That's can why I'm saying. That's why I'm saying it. I can't. I can't believe it. <laughs> it's made that loaf. one into a ring. Yeah. What else are you gonna do with it? This guy's a badass, bud. It's the coolest shit I've ever seen done in blown glass. Because I've seen the ones at in Farmington. <clears throat> Look at that shit, dude. How? That's, a, that's impressive. How? 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 I don't know why. How? I don't know why How? all of the characters look How? like Pinocchio from the Burbs, but. <laughs> That bottom one totally does. Dude, if that isn't fucking Pinocchio right there, I don't know. I don't know what is. It's a dead fucking ringer. He's a Pinocchio. Damn. Damn. Oh, oh, come there on. There we go. Oh, he's just trying to. <laughs> looks like uh, Moe's. <laughs> wow. That's Good poll, dude. Yeah, not bad. Good poll, bud. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> These are fucking cool. <clears throat> we should buy some. Does he use a mold? I don't think so. I don't know. No, Maybe. they like put them together and then like stretch it out. And then that's like the loaf. Any part that you cut off of that will look like that. <coughs> Almost like a hologram. Why do you say that? Like you're like, you know, uh, Steve, this is how they work, bud. <laughs> I was trying about. to figure it out. I was talking about. I do. I know exactly what your look face this, said. This broad right over the top of your head. That that one's the coolest, I think. Uh, I think that, that one's the neatest of all those. And then Pinocchio. <laughs> Jesus fucking Lord. Oh, that was 
look for that shit, Jason. <laughs> fucking, that was good. I got to put on like some axe. I need to some, spray a little some, axe. Some odorant. Welcome to. Guys, Jason's playing music extremely loud. <laughs> like that sand art shit. It is kind of like that sand art shit. No, it's not. Who said that? Mm. It's not at all like that. Whoever said that, I'll fight immediately. Who said that on there? Kush Kush. Oh, okay. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see the video of the guy getting kicked in the leg by the MMA, MMA guy? <laughs> that my leg was snapped just in half. Back. Actually, my thigh, if you're going to hit me anywhere, hit me right in that motherfucker. Yeah, you still don't want to catch one of those blades, though, man. It just I don't care how strong you are. I don't feel good. Yeah, I know, but I do. I, I, I check the leg. Yeah. I check the yeah, leg. Yeah, and when they clip here and your leg's just hamburger, I check mate. the leg. But I forgot you I check talk, your way, talk your way out of the... No, I told you. I go through, like, rabbit hole MMA fight videos. I get it. And I really watch. Yeah, I get it. That you way you can I mean? put it all into practice. Totally. I get it, brother. Like... See? Yeah. Dude, I watched I just chopped your I fucking neck off. whoop your ass. <laughs> the the Facebook algorithms ass? Oh, the face uh, yeah. Was that the face? Actually, was- I could have the way Ms. Marketing and the way he was kind of looking at me, I was thinking about beating the shit out of him just as fucking like just a little. <laughs> just to fucking let him know. Yeah, he's got too you're good not, a hair. You're not going to fucking come in here. Oh, sorry, bud. Kind of like the first practice. Everybody's scrimmage. Kind of scrimmage. Yeah. Whoops, bud. Yeah, we should probably not both uh, act yeah. shit <laughs> <laughs> You're throwing an elbow. I'm throwing a fucking forehead. Someone's getting knocked out today. <clears throat> I wish you were. <laughs> you you pick my, catch my drift. You got an idea what they did? What the little guy? Castle, bud. What little guy? Oh, this is funny. <laughs> what did you say, little man? This would I'm be great. Laurel and Hardy. Over <laughs> this here. would be so great for our <laughs> for our calves if we did this the entire show. Oh, I'm, I'm, I got a I got a nice little deep thigh seated. burn. Yeah, I got a thigh burn. You got your calves going. We're going to walk around like, I'm going to have the world's biggest thighs. You're going to have the world's biggest cats. <laughs> You're going to be like Popeye, but with your legs. You're very strange. You're, we're not going to be able to wear pants. Yeah. Like, guilt. I already got that. Anything with pleats? You guys got any pleats? Husky. Whatever happened in the good old days when I could buy a husky pair of pants, bud? Oh, did we go off? Did we go off for a minute? I don't know. No, I think we're all right. So check, check this out. I just wanted to give you H.H. Uh, Holmes. He arrived in Chicago in 1886 in August. Uh, that, was when he, that was when he started going by H.H. H. Holmes. He came across uh, Elizabeth Holton's drugstore at the northwest corner of Wallace and 63rd in England. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay, I'm there. Holton gave I'm Holmes there. a job, and he proved to be a hardworking employee, eventually buying the store. Although several books portray Holton's husband as an old man who quickly vanished along with his wife, Dr. Holton was a fellow Michigan alumnus, only a few years older than Holmes, and both Holtons remained in Englewood throughout Holmes' life and survived well into the 20th century. It is a myth that they were killed by Holmes. Okay, great. Okay, great. So he purchases an empty lot across the street from the drugstore, mm-hmm. and he starts construction on a two-story mixed-use building, apartments on the second floor, retail spaces, including a new drugstore on the first. <clears throat> he declined to pay the architects or the steel company, Aetna Iron and Steel, they sued in 1888. In 1892, he added a third floor, telling investors and suppliers he intended to use it as a hotel during the upcoming World's Fair, basically. 
through the hotel portion, though the hotel portion was never completed. Okay. Furniture suppliers found Holmes was hiding their materials for which they never got paid in hidden rooms and passages throughout the building. There were soundproof rooms and mazes of hallways, some of which seemed to go nowhere. Many of the rooms were outfitted with chutes that would drop straight down to the basement where Holmes had acid vats, quicklime, and a crematorium to dispose of his victims' bodies. Their search made the news, and investors for the planned hotel pulled out of the deal when a jeweler in the building showed them the articles. The hotel was gutted by a fire started by an unknown arsonist shortly after Mm -hmm. Holmes was arrested, but was largely rebuilt and used as a post office until 1938. The hotel was somewhat completed with three stories and a basement. First floor was the storefront. The second story consisted of his elaborate torture rooms, which contained a chute that led into the basement, and the third floor held more apartments. In 1894, police officers inspected the hotel while Holmes was out. During the inspection, they found rooms with hinged walls and false partitions, rooms linked with secret passageways, and even airtight rooms that were connected to pipelines filled with gas which Holmes uses gas chambers. Holmes would use chutes to deliver the bodies to the basement, and once there, he made use of surgical tables and an array of medical tools to dissect them before selling their organs and bones on the black market to medical institutions. And this guy's not Jack the Ripper? I'm pretty sure he's Jack the Ripper. You bud. think, bud? Pretty sure he's <clears throat> Jack the Ripper. I don't know, man. It's weird. There's like a weird time when they're grave robbers and people were selling bodies to these midnight doctors who they, were going to how they were mapping our anatomy it's pretty weird it's stuff, all weird stuff. bud and i'm into it you know what else i'm into 31 percent off of stuff here and you like paying 69 percent of the price bud? yeah that's so fun that's so fun uh, yeah we wanted to cheer you up what's up this lindy some- lindy lindy H.H. Holmes, uh... Lindy, oh. Lindy, Lindy. Going down like Lindy, Lindy, Lindy. <laughs> what song are we going to play today? Oh, man, do do I don't know. Do do I got Jason's guitar. Okay. I can ask him to play something. Okay. What do you want? What do you, it's Friday, bud. Little Shanty Town, Shanty Mama. Shanty Mama. Shanty Mama. Shanty Mama. Shanty Mama. Shanty Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I can play anything, bud. <laughs> Anything I know. I, I don't. I don't phone. ever doubt you, pal. That's only like eight I never doubt chords. you. You what? That's the only thing that drives me. You can't start stop doubting me now. I would never bud. ever doubt you. <laughs> Thank you. Yep, I believe in uh, all of the no, good you that you're capable no, of. No, I do. No, he's lying. <coughs> I think I'm just not. I'm, I'm not buying it. That's the whole thing. This is, I'm not buying it. I is what I'm great. saying. I got. I have a, like a sixth sense about these type of things, and I know when someone's kind of doing one of these. Believe what you want. One of these I mentally. You're, I think you're spectacular. I I know what you're doing, and What's I don't up? like it. <laughs> uh, Guys, if you're watching on Facebook, get on down. Get on down to Twitch. I said, get on down. Get on down to Twitch. We have been exploding our Twitch numbers lately. No doubt. Which means like just like growing like one just or growing two every steadily, day. Steadily, steadily steady one day. or but two But if we get to 200. Day. Oh. Hey, you know what they're doing too? They're cracking down on Facebook. They're cracking down. Some of the stuff that we've seen flagged in our group is innocuous. 
It's innocuous stuff. Yeah, I'll change your screen. Hold on a second here, bud. That was option A for the giveaway when, when, we, when we get, unless some, one of these gets bought today. Unless one of these gets bought today, I'll sell it. You know me. You know me, Craig, I'll sell it. That's, that's probably my, that's my jam. Look at that thing. This is gonna have some sweet colors in it. This is gonna have some awesome. It's gonna colors. have some gonna have sweet colors in it, man. They're gonna be super sweet colors, bro. So sweet. Can't wait to see them. Be the most colorful thing you ever seen in your life. Like a double rainbow smashed down into a pipe. Let's see this third one. Oh yeah. You know who made these? Who made that? Ben. Thank you, Ben Bernie. Winslow and is it okay, this is awesome this is an awesome day for everyone here who's going to come to Festus okay you want to have an awesome day come to Sweetleaf Emporium and Festus do you I mean I'm just looking at him right now. Like, do you want to have an awesome day? I don't know. Come up and have an awesome day. Staring contest. Go. Us and the, us versus them. Ready? Hold on. You ready? One, two, three. <laughs> He's the driest my eyes I've ever been. Staring at that light. Uh, it's so like, light. <laughs> I'll do this. I'll do this for a year. How much longer we got in the show? Uh, I think about 23 minutes. I'll never blink again. For 23 minutes? No, I said never again. Oh, in your life? Try 23 times infinity, bud. I'm still going. I haven't blinked. I'm watching you. The suspense is killing me here. My eyes are on fire right now, but it's like I feel like it's gonna oh, pass. Once you open that thing up, you're in trouble. Are you really? This is good. This is good stuff, dude. This I is wonder great. if anybody at home, anybody listening on the podcast here, Steve has not blinked in a solid minute. Uh, and he thinks he can do it for another twenty-three. <laughs> He's my eyes never be his same. eyebrows are trying to make up for the lack of movement in his eyelids. I uh, couldn't do it. That was impressive. That was an impressive feat, nonetheless, sir. Fuck! Yeah, your your day's done now. You ever been flashed by a welder? You ever been flashed by a welder? Uh, no. I walked right into that one, didn't I? Uh, Witherspoon, buddy. But actually, I was I was actually asking about uh, have you ever have you ever been flashed by a no, by I'm one? Not gonna look right at that, dude. Well, sometimes you get caught when you work in a shop where there's a bunch of welders. No, I didn't work with a bunch of welders. Uh, and uh, you know what you got to do? Oh yeah, you carried fucking hot, <laughs> did you? 
You should have heard us cussing the hot carrier the other day, hanging the border up on our concrete wall. What a dickhead. Of course, it really wasn't his fault. It was no. whoever was laying the fucking, whoever was laying the blocks. No, the, the, the guy, he's always going to get the fucking blame. Sure he is. Mix up the hot, That's bud. fine. Mix it up. That's fine. That's fine. I'm fine with it. What's but, up, uh, Sheila Flanagan and Mike Lindner? If, uh, if you ever get flashed. Yeah. Flash burn. You got to lay and put potato peels over your eyes. No. Yeah. No. Slice up some potatoes, put them over your eyes, and it'll pull the, the, I guess something about the starch pulled it out. No. 100%, dude. It's bad. It feels no. like you have hot sand in your eyes. No. Yeah. And it doesn't come on until later. From looking at something? If you get caught with it. If you get caught, like, if looking at it. If you look at a weld. Buddy, you getting, getting flash burn. Yeah. And that's a placebo effect? or what's I think on? it actually works. Let me look it up. That's a placebo effect. I guarantee they tell you to put it's like when I did acid the first time and they told me to drink milk because they said it would make me feel better it would make me stop tripping fat checked fat checked treatment for a flash wash a potato in cold water peel the skin of the potato using a potato peeler would you find this on oldwivestales.net bud uh, basicfirstaid.ca. This is how Canucks are taking care of it, bud. Oh, okay. Then I believe it. I believe it. Uh, cut the potato in two parts and grate the other half of the potato. Place a small amount of water on a washcloth or just dampen it and wring out the excess moisture. Place the damp cloth flat on a table. Hey, Place I, a I tablespoon of raw potatoes in the middle of the washcloth <laughs> and another spoonful of potatoes next to it. Fold the washcloth to close it up. I know they do it. Give me the science, Papo. Why? I want to know why. I know you can find, you know, witchcraft on the internet. It's always on there. You can find old wives' tales everywhere you go on the internet, bud. Okay? That's why I don't know. You're, you're not giving me the science. Give me the science behind it. Okay? Friend? Guy? Uh, right? Science? I'm looking for some science behind yeah, it, bud. find it. Surprisingly yeah, enough, when it. it comes to welders, flash treatment, potatoes are remarkable. The cool thing is they offer a cooling effect, which reduces inflammation around the itching eye. Meanwhile, this minimizes the suffering and relieves the irritation. Because they're cold? Put a washcloth on there. It must be the starch. It must be the starch. I don't know what it is. It Here, let's just find science. <laughs> this is the whole last third hour. Science behind potatoes <laughs> fixing welders flash. I've used it. It's helped me. I have a fucking... I'm not saying it. I'm just saying probably not. It's probably all in your head is what I'm saying. What do we got there? Your face just went, oh. Like, well, they, apparently oh. you can use green tea, anything chamomile tea, tea bags. Yeah, anything wet, anything? And wet and cold. No, green tea or chamomile tea. Of course. This is the big essential oil industry. Just trying to put it down there by gullets all the time. Big essential. Corneal flash burns, bud. What is, I mean, what happens? It feels like there's sand in your eye. Yeah. It it's sucks. just from looking well, at well, something. It doesn't happen instantly either. Like, you can finish out your whole work day by the time you get home a little bit later. Oh, fart. Six, seven hours later, it feels like you have, like, sand in your eyes. Like, hot, warm sand in your eyes. Can you close? Eyes. You can. It's just, like, it, there's no uh, moisture relief. You know what I mean? Like like you would get from blinking your eyes. I don't get it. Cause it just feels like your eyes felt like they're I'm always without. moist. I, I get it. I understand. I understand what you're saying, bud. Did you see people went out to that monolith? 
in the desert. Yeah, it wasn't all that well put together. Well, they disappeared. Them. They did? What? What? I made that up. They got arrested for fucking going and looking at a fucking metal bar in the fucking desert. They got arrested? They got arrested. Oh, man, I didn't know that. No, I don't think so. I don't know. Just fry them up, baby. You got a stew going. Oh, how was everybody's Thanksgiving, man? How was it? Mine was low-key. It was great. Yeah, mine was low-key. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. Any uh, any exciting family conversations? I thought about going and thanking Facebook for the opportunity to argue about insignificant shit on Thanksgiving without having to see my family to do it. Mm, we lost I, we lo- we lost a warrior. We we lost one of ours. Uh, you know, to the terrible Thanksgiving arguments. Somebody left the group. Really? I think so. Oh yeah. Um, <clears throat> I don't know. The thing I'm worried about, and I don't, I try not to worry about much, and I'd like to hear your thoughts on how you navigate the world of worry, because you don't, you don't worry very much. I'd like to hear your thoughts on that after I um, say this. I'm worried a little bit about people being alone for the holidays, you know? Yeah. Like just fucking Thanksgiving is yes, one thing. I do, yeah. My this is like, but my, Christmas is tough. And like I said something on a page where I was like, I'm gonna have a new thing where every day I say something like not that controversial and just say, yeah, there, I said it, right. I said it. You know, just try to take have one hot take a day. And I did that about Thanksgiving, and you know, kind of puts it in perspective. And people are like, yeah, I get depressed around this time of year, and now people are not being able to be with their family members and. It's just the shit has me fucking about on tilt seeing some of the struggles that the people in our big extended Hoosier family are going Dude, my through. Dude, my shit. mom fucking sat alone yesterday because of all the, the, the fucking fears behind. And, I mean, legitimate fears. Fuck. You know, there's people that are, you know, dying. There's yeah, you know shitty, people that are man. sick and, like. I just don't want it to happen around Christmas And because I mean, I'm a big just, Christmas guy. Is, as much as I hate Thanksgiving. Yeah, Christmas is great. I love Christmas. Yeah. And I don't love the gift giving. Hate. No, that's actually the worst part about it. Hate no, the, the gift giving. I don't want anything from anybody. I don't want anything from I just want to fucking laugh everybody. over some spiked eggnog and fucking like. Yes. I'm just, just trying to kick it. Full Sing moon songs. with a fresh snow mm-hmm. and like a clear I really, sky. I really want to oh. go caroling this year with the Hoosiers. And I don't know, like, especially since everybody's at home. Everybody is at home in quarantine. Can we get a group of fucking carolers out and go and just like I think it would be hilarious. Yeah, we'll get like right up on their front porch and be like Peter blow it in your face. <laughs> no, we're singing from the streets, baby, from the from our ball sacks. Like we're singing from our the root of our soul. You know what I mean? <laughs> right on your porch. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> 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 we wish, wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Grandma. I want to go caroling. <laughs> you do you? I fucking do. That's just because you're gonna like everyone. You're gonna give behind me. One, two, three, one, two, three, four. <laughs> jingle bell, jingle bell. <laughs> the guy comes up with like the new the style. fucking new age. <laughs> <laughs> jingle bell, 
Jingle Bell, go down to the Jingle Bell hop, and then people are actually like, I can hear you singing the old Jingle Bell. We've done a new take on it, bud. Get in or get out. Get on board or get out of here, okay? You're jazz. You got like all black on black no scarf, doubt. like really trying to jazz it up. Does anyone have a school bus we could use? Probably. Yeah, everyone's Probably got a school, <laughs> a school bus. It's bus hard to not around. find a school bus. There's it's school hard bus to not find around. a person with a school bus. I know of lots of school buses. It's, um, there's lots of them. We can get one. Schools are usually like, you need to borrow one of these. I just think caroling would be great. I know. God, we'll do it then. Jeez Louise with the caroling. See, look, that's a great idea. Look, see, that's a great idea. Ha, 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 ha. Yeah. Because singing to strangers <laughs> makes you joyful. Singing ha 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 all the way home and yeah. there's something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Bells on Bobtail Rig. Yeah, <laughs> Bobtail Rig. What? Bells on Bobtail Rig. Bells on Bobtail Ring. Rig. <laughs> wow. I always I'm the worst with lyrics. I'm the worst. That's, that's when I think most people would say ring. I said ring for the longest time. So I saw a lyric. Because that fucking ring down there, bud. My boner <laughs> ring? No. My perpetual boner ring? Your, uh, your God ring. Oh, it's my. your butthole. <laughs> hey, you, uh, you posted a gif. You posted a gif on a post that just. Uh, I like, enjoyed that. Damn it. I audibly. I, I, I need to go to sleep so I can be here in the morning. And I saw that. And the I was going one. a different. I was going a different direction yeah. with the whole thing. Like, I always like to take a left turn on those. And <laughs> it was my fucking. I thought, first off, yesterday Mark Rebelay had uh, Thanksgiving stream. I'll, you gotta, you gotta fuck. It's God. He's awesome. He's the fucking best. God, he's awesome. Uh, so yeah, there was a uh, our buddy Ryan shared it with me early in the morning, and I was fucking. He's he's the best. He's great. He's the best. He's really, really great. So, uh, and listening to him was really cool too. He's like, I never would have imagined that I could, this could have, I, I could have been playing music professionally a couple of years ago. Like it all just kind of started out of uh, something he was jackassing around. You think? And uh, so, let's just keep did it a good up. job on the butthole, girl. He's he gives me hope that we don't talk about buttholes too much. Dude, one hundred percent. Does Steve actually like Christmas? Yeah. Steve oh my God, I love Christmas, man. I love driving around in the snow late at night. The the Christmas lights have lit everything up. The kids still believe, and it's this whole ah. I get lost in that shit. I watch Gremlins. We watch Home Alone. There's a bunch of good movies around it. But I did. Uh, What's a Dark Horse Christmas movie that everybody needs to? Hmm, dark Horse Christmas movie that everyone, where are you going to be getting into the Christmas movie stuff, you piece of human excrement? I'm just trying to think uh, of one that's. Uh, I don't know. I think everybody knows all of them. Yeah, uh, I know. That's true. I mean, a Hallmark. That's what I'm trying to think. I, I guess I'm looking for something to watch, you know? Something different. What's I've something given like? you a million things and you haven't watched any of them. I started Red Oaks last night. What'd you think? Well, I think that the way that Amazon's fucking shit is set up is dumb as fuck. Because I got eight episodes in and to realize I was three. in second two, season two. Season two. So I'm going to go back and watch season one as a prequel before I get into three. But, like, I was like, Steve loves this, huh? Like, this seems pretty disconnected. Like, it's okay. I don't really understand who these characters are, but it's oh, okay. 
Uh, can we say so? Miss and I both though watching uh, it last night. It's okay. I'm enjoying it. I'm quite enjoying it. But they haven't. They, the character building is yeah, my favorite I know. part. I, well, I'm looking forward to it because I kind of already have a feel for who the characters okay, are. Okay, maybe it's a better experience. I don't know. I, I, I fucked one, up. Like I was on. I got. <laughs> I was on. Episode, I don't know. I fucked up. I started episode seven and I go, wait a fucking minute. Like, oh, buddy. But bud. and especially because you were like Paul Reiser's the greatest, and I'm like, oh man, he is a first class prick in this show. He is a first class prick. Gina Gershon, I love her. <laughs> I know. I just love her. She My makes wife me like a too. So it's like it's even more fun for some reason. Cause come on. Yeah. Give me this old. I lady. could see. I could see people hating her though. Yeah, sure. I get it. Fucking, she's hateable. She's yeah. a hateable. And the character. Yeah. Uh, her. She always plays a hateable character. Yeah. You know. Um, bad girl. Bad. She's always the bad girl. Bad right? girl. Uh, talking about <laughs> bad girl. Uh, so I've, I've been, I mean, I've enjoyed it. It it hasn't, the second season hasn't been like knee slapping funny, but it's got some, it's had a couple of good parts. It's had a couple of good parts. I'm, I'm invested enough in the characters that I, I'm told, I'm going to watch all of it. Like I dig it. I know. But I'll tell you this. Tell me, tell uh, me this. Miss and I are both here. Misty, the lifeguard. Oh Yeah. Might be one of the most beautiful women in the entire world. Really? Like, I, both of us were like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, her, like, like, she is. And they'll do a lot of close ups on her face. Her and, face is on, it's, it's like, it's it's a perfect face. Well, she reminds me of like the 80s bombshells. The for absolute, sure. like the, the epitome of the 80s yeah. bombshell. She nailed that role. And that's because Mrs. Like, there ain't a lot of people where I think like uh you not being a natural blonde is you know and being a bottle blonde is a very good look but she fucking slays yeah that look and, and she's like, a lifeguard yeah, she's, she's she's smoked dude dude how about uh the dude she's dating uh he's great wheeler he's great so cool, he's great man. so i'm looking forward to I, i'm almost finished it's a really easy watch 30 minute episode super, super easy. easy watch uh, I'm looking forward to going back in the first season because it's going to make so much make more sense. Oh yeah. Uh, but I've I've enjoyed. Season Have you two. seen the photographer, uh, the guy who talks like this, and he's like, "Hey man, let's go, dude." We just watched the episode, the bachelor party, where he's where they're going to Atlantic City. <laughs> I laughed my ass off. It's fucking great. <laughs> it's fucking because they they just set it up perfectly. Let's talk about the first with that time. stupid door yeah. so much, and, yeah, and then he tells up. the dude like, "You're not sitting here. Get in the back, dude. I got shotgun." Yeah, and just to watch all of that just kind of come together. He's like, "All right, great. we're gonna talk and about the, we're gonna talk about the first time we popped our cherries." <laughs> here. Good morning, Baniem. Good morning. The Family morning. Stone, my favorite Christmas movie. Okay, okay come with him. Come with him because I've never to, heard. That's what I'm trying to to uh, you know what's a what's a a, what's maybe a Christmas movie Gremlins you is a about. sleeper. Uh, it's like my main one, but I think the, it's a sleeper the, for a lot of people. The worst of the franchise, but it's all but it's a Christmas movie. Uh, Friday after next uh, is a Christmas movie. Um, but okay. it's the worst of the worst franchise. Of the franchise. Easily. Can't be the worst of the franchise and be mentioned in the Christmas list. Just can't. Yeah. <laughs> That's, fair. That's fair. I like uh I like I like Deck the Halls. That was a good one. With Matthew Broderick and Danny DeVito. I say that every time. <laughs> Nobody ever watched it. No. It's about a couple guys in a fucking lighting competition against each other. 
There's one of Sleeper you guys might not know about. Chevy Chase is in it. And fucking his family. And Dude, <laughs> speaking of Chevy Chase and the and his family, have you seen, like, you, you keep any tabs on Randy Quaid? Wow. He's... He's the greatest. Wow. Uh, he, uh, our buddy, uh, <coughs> our buddy Pixie threw out a threw out a tweet that he uh, he did the other day. And, oh, did he uh, know? He did know. <laughs> uh, and uh, I just decided that I'm I, I'm a Randy Quaid guy. I'm a Randy Quaid fella. Okay. Uh, let me look tell it me, up here. Tell me about him. Well, well, first off, he's been like I think he's been. Out trying to outrun the law, or I mean, I, I, yeah, <laughs> yeah, he, he's he's he's, he's a madman. He's a madman. He's off the he's off the deep end. I'm trying to pull this up here. Pardon my, pardon us. Swing state governors and fake news are trying to stuff this fake election down our throats, but we're going mm. to puke it back up on them Jesus like a bulimic princess. Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> How about that for imagery? What's he's turned into cousin Eddie, dude. He's turned what happened into to Cousin him? Eddie. What happened to him, bud? I don't know. Okay. Oof. He was looking rough last time I saw him, but that's nothing. To anyway, I like I like there. when people go. I like people going nuts. Just a heads up. I'll be presenting the first check to our STL Love Campaign recipient that you all donated to 1 p.m. live on my page. Please continue to donate, and we have another recipient nominated. Fuck yeah. Heck yeah, man. If everybody in the sophisticated Hoosiers donates a buck. Hey, uh, Brian, post your um, uh, Venmo, PayPal information so that people can uh, donate to the Vibe Tribe. We're just trying to give away 500 bucks at a time leading up to the holidays to Be just huge. help help families out, man. I think it's a pretty cool way to go. So um, that's what we're all about, man. Sweet Leaf is officially try. open in Festus. You hear that? Somebody's going to get a smoking, rocking hot deal on their smoking accessories today. Uh, it's Black Friday, so why don't you come and take advantage of that? Maybe you need some papers. It would be the day to come get them up here. Just say hi. It's a work in progress. We got a bunch of stuff going in here. When this place is fully rocking, dude, I can't wait to see with what, what we have, the space on the other side, the, the potential for what Sweet Leaf can be. There you go. Venmo is vibe-tribe-1. If everybody sent a buck, we could fund this thing. It'd be We could fund it real easy through the holidays. Real so simple. $1. If you got five, shoot five. A lot of people uh, fucking, you know, it's a struggle this fucking holidays, man. Time to show up. Time to show up for each other. I think everybody's feeling it, man. I mean, you talked yeah. about how it, it sucks. Like, I, I, it, it's something to be worried about, you know, people being isolated through all of this. Like, it was tough the first go around. If we start talking about yeah, doing this man. again, man, this is a time when many of us are reminded how important our families are to mm -hmm. us, our loved ones are. And, um, I mean, I was very grateful for the Friendsgiving that we had. It was a, a fucking absolute blast. Um, but, uh, you know, there are people who are high risk, who can't get out in this stuff, who can't be exposed to people that have been out in this stuff. And it makes for... Some lonely times, man. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, I, my thoughts and you know are are kind of on that all the time. Like, if you got a, if you got an extra couple minutes, check on someone you maybe haven't uh, haven't thought about. Uh, the next recipient is nominated by a fellow who fellow who's yeah. PayPal vibe tribe STL at gmail .com. Send one dollar. Send five dollars. Send ten dollars. Send as much as you want. Every time we get to five hundred, we're going to help another family out. 
leading up to the holiday uh, to the holiday. So, uh, you got one, bud? Yeah. What are you thinking? Something. You want to go with something? You want to go with something uh, tried and true? Yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to think something that doesn't necessarily need that bottom string as much. You ever heard this song? Probably not. Democracy. Our sponsors, I'll be happy to tell them about our sponsors. Sweetleaf Emporium, first and foremost, is the sponsor. They make these studios possible. We've got people. Uh, we're open for business. And uh, Jason has made it a point to make this place uh, the new headquarters where minds are going to be molded and changed. And we're going to get that table in here from our buddy Dan. And our thoughts and prayers and well wishes go out to Dan as he recovers from surgery. This is going to be the spot where we have the conversations with people that hopefully can affect some change down the road. Let's do it, babe. Sweetleaf is making that possible. Jason Long is making that possible. Today is the day to come get acquainted with your Sweetleaf family uh, and uh, get us get some killer deals. It's Black Friday, guys. Get down here. You might need a new pipe. Today is the day to do it. Make it happen. Uh, Native Hemp Extract makes the best, the highest quality uh total cannabinoid product that i mean it's a part of my daily routine it's a, it's the best one i've ever had uh if you go to nativehempextract.com uh and you enter code hoso at checkout h-o-s-o you're going to get a significant discount guys not only are the milligrams up there to where you're going to feel a uh, a real difference uh in 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 your overall health but also um they're priced right man they are priced absolutely right check out native hemp extract if you go to hoosersfiscuit.com there's a tab that'll take you right there uh enter code hoso at checkout and you'll get an awesome deal there james carlton well he's the handsomest insurance man i've ever seen he's the best at his job he year in year out he's in the chairman's circle uh he's just he's unbelievable his customer service is amazing uh, i saw jameson dubs Said that he helped him out, saved him over a hundred and a half, two hundred bucks a month, something like that. Uh, my cousin said that uh, he saved her a fortune. He's helping people out every day. If you've got insurance, it, you might as well make the call 314 961 4800. There's a good chance he's going to save you some money. He is fantastical. You heard that right. That's, my, that's my brother right there. That's Brennan. Speaking of which, guys, uh, uh, the Cola Lounge, check it out. The very first consumption lounge for patients Woo! here in Missouri. Fuck yeah, it's a big uh, deal. Look it up. I think you can host private events there that can be uh, socially distanced and uh, safe. Check it out. I don't know. Maybe you want to reach out. Check out the Cola Lounge. Um, little uh, little love to my fam there. And uh, who else we got? Adam McChesney. He's a digital marketer, see? See, Copper? Adam McChesney, he takes leads from over here, see? And he takes leads from over here, and he funnels them here so that you can sell your wares or your services to the people who actually want to see it. He just puts the people in front of you you're trying to talk to. You didn't even know they were out there. You knew that they existed somewhere in the ether. You didn't know how to get to them. Well, that's what Adam McChesney does, bud. That's what Ms. Marketing does. You should just give him a shout, okay? That's what we're doing here. Adam Bundren is going to help you buy your dream home where you can raise your kids or you can live happily with your with your paramour uh, and and 14 puppies uh, in a in a white picket fenced uh, little little uh, slice of heaven. Adam Bundren's just trying to help you find that uh, that property that feeds your soul, the place that makes you want to be home. 
Adam Bunger makes that possible. He likes to talk to you about it in the middle of the night. Uh, that's his kink. hours a day. And we don't kink shame. So maybe he wants to talk low to you in the middle of the night. <clears throat> CannabisClubSTL.com for the Cola Lounge. Uh, and uh, missing one here, maybe because his name's Bo. And Bo know how to grow hydro. He's got Steve set up with a whole new grow tent. My caregiver over here, Steve, is on you a journey. See it. Growing some plants. Uh, I got beans popping, baby, beans, now. Beans Ooh. are popping. I actually got to go home today at some Popping point. beans I'm like the ice. Like a lizard. And I am a fucking lizard. <laughs> I'm a lizard. <laughs> yep. uh, Spanish Society Outreach, a.k.a. Vibe Tribe, is raising money. Is raising money for families in need leading up to the holiday. Every time we get to 500 bucks, we're going to help some people out. Venmo at vibe-tribe-1. PayPal, vibe-tribe-stl at gmail.com. One, five, ten, twenty, hundred dollars whatever you got to donate. Every time we get to 500, we're going to help some people Come out get your card today. Holiday. Get your medical card today at Sweet Leaf. That's probably a deal we can run. Get yeah. your medical card at Sweet Leaf today while you're getting a massive discount on your wares. Come on out. See us. Let's I go. I figured something for the fans uh, What today. do we got here? Hang on. I figured something for the fans today. I watched, Chris was watching a documentary on him yesterday. all on my roots. I showed up in boots and ruined your black tie affair. Last one to know, last one to show. Took his glass of champagne. I toasted you, said, honey, we made it go. But I'll never hear me complain. Cause I got friends in all the places where the whiskey drowns and the beer chases my blues away. And I'll be okay Well, I'm not big on social grace Think I slip on down to the oasis Oh, I got friends in lonely places well, I guess I was wrong I just don't belong with them. I've been there before. Everything's alright. I'll just say goodnight and I'll show myself to the door. I didn't mean to cause a big scene. Just give me. Chase is my 